Blog Talk Radio. Revival, the sound of worship. 
send someone, hallelujah, the Bible verse from, from John 8.36, hallelujah, who the Son set free, it is free indeed, hallelujah. You, you are free indeed when Jesus set you free. And so, hallelujah, pray if you are in bondage, if you are in sin, pray to Jesus. Pray that he will set you free. If you feel in bondage by demons and principality, whatever it is, whatever sin you're bound to, Jesus can set you free. Cry out to him with all your heart. Hallelujah. Humble yourself before his presence. He will set you free. He came to set the captive free. He loves you. He gave his life for you on the cross. He don't want you to be captive, hallelujah, by sin or the devil or any demon. He wants you to walk in freedom. You know that many Christians don't know what is to be free in the Lord. They just don't know. They haven't experienced that freedom. And Jesus can give you that freedom. If you truly go to him, if you truly humble yourself, hallelujah, to his feet, and said, like, like John the Baptist said, I, I am not worthy to untie his sandal. Humble yourself before him, and Jesus can set you free. Hallelujah. He wants you to be free. He wants you to enjoy his freedom. He has a freedom that you cannot get in the world, in sin, or anywhere. You can only get from him. Hallelujah. No one can give you that freedom but Jesus. That's why the Father gave us his best, and his best is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. His best is the Lord Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit. When God wanted humanity to be free, to be free and enjoy freedom in His presence, hallelujah, He gave us His Son and then His Holy Spirit, knowing that His Son can set us free, truly free. Indeed, hallelujah, you will be free. And the Holy Spirit can comfort you through your tribulations and troubles and headaches. Hallelujah, because we have to go through so much. Hallelujah. We have to go through so much every day. But there is the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I am so thankful for the Holy Spirit. This morning when I got up, He was there. The presence of the Lord through His Holy Spirit was just so real this morning. My goodness, do I love to be in the presence of God. Do I love to wake up in His presence. Hallelujah. And just be in that powerful, strong presence of God. That's what happens to me this morning. Oh, man. I, I feel like the happiest man on earth. Hallelujah. The happiest man on earth when the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, the Lord Jesus through His Holy Spirit, let me feel His, His presence, His loving presence, His strong pre presence, His powerful presence in such a powerful way. Hallelujah. I was being consumed by His presence. I love it, hallelujah. I love it. I love it. Praise God, hallelujah. He is so good, and I know many Christians have not experienced this. Hallelujah. And don't know that this is available for you. You can enjoy this almost every day. The Lord can be with you every day of your life. He told his disciples, he would. The only reason we will not feel God this way is because of our simple choices we make. So our sinful choices, hallelujah. We make so many sinful choices every day. And the devil tricks us into sinning. Hallelujah. And sinning keeps the presence of God away from us. Hallelujah. It keeps, it keeps his presence from us. His presence is ever present. I'm going to say it again. His presence 
is ever present. It is always there. And I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you through the Word of God that the presence of God is always there. I know some some of you are saying, uh, 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 Brother Elvi, you're saying that the presence of God is always there. Yes, it is. The presence of God is always there. Hallelujah. It's always there. I'm going to prove it to you. Go to Isaiah chapter 6. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what happened to Brother Isaiah. To my, to my young brother Isaiah. Let me tell you what happened to him. I tell you he's young because he's only 20, and I'm already 42, going to 42, hallelujah. And Isaiah is going to be always 20. And so when I turn to be 20, then we're like twins, hallelujah, in heaven. Isaiah 6, 6 1 says, And the year of the king of Syria died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne. The train of his robe filled the temple. Above him was serpent. It's a sex wind. With two winds, they will cover their face, and with the other two, cover their feet. And with the, uh, with the, uh, with the other two, they, they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And, and so where is this glory? The Bible says that the whole earth is full of God's glory. Hallelujah. So what is keeping us from being in that glory? Oh, my dear sister, oh, my dear brother, sin. Sin is a wall between God and us. Hallelujah. Sin is keeping us between, hallelujah, His glory and us. Oh, but if we go into serious repenting, sincere repenting, hallelujah, with all your heart, and we say, Lord, I'm sorry for, hallelujah, sinning against you, Lord. I'm sorry, Jesus, for breaking your commitment, Lord, in my mind, in my thought, hallelujah, in my speaking, in my thinking, Lord, in my walk, in my behavior, Lord, in my even dressing, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, man, and when we learn to repent sincerely to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ, oh, man, oh, man, and he allows us through repenting, through the washing of his blood, for us to enter into his presence. Hallelujah. And when we are in his presence, oh, it is so wonderful, it is so beautiful. Some people enter in God's presence on Sunday. When they go into deep worship in church, that's when they enter God's presence. Hallelujah. But they don't know, or they don't understand, or they have not been taught. Hallelujah. Or it has not been revealed to them that they can enter God's presence in their home. Hallelujah. In their private chamber, they can enter God's presence. How, brother, are we? Through repenting. Repenting is the key for entering into that presence, into a beautiful presence, into a marvelous presence. Through faith, through faith, you can enter into that presence in sincere repenting. Hallelujah. Putting out your heart Hallelujah. Pulling out your heart over him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for confirming this word. The Lord is confirming it to you, Brother Benson. Hallelujah. He is confirming it to your life. I thank you, Jesus. Some people, hallelujah, is being, are having the confirmation from the Lord. He's giving you a taste of his presence. Oh, my dear sister, my dear brother, you have been missing the best 
of being a Christian. You are missing his presence, his anointing, his fire. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, it's available. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for confirming this word. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, mighty Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you. Holy Spirit, will you please let my brothers and sisters feel your presence? Lord, let them be covered now with the blood of Jesus. Lord, let their heart be convicted of sin, their mind, Lord. Mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, cover them with your blood from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Lord, cleanse them. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse everyone listening right now with the blood of Jesus that cleanse us from all sin. Hallelujah. From all unrighteousness in Jesus' name. In Yeshua name, in Jehoshua name, I believe and pray. I believe and pray in Jehoshua name, in Jesus' name, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, empower their faith now, empower their faith now, Jesus, in your name, Jesus, in your name, Jesus, you are so real, Jesus, you are so real, Jesus, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God, hallelujah, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Lord, will you put out your peace on my brothers and sisters? Lord, there are some people, Lord, that I'm discerning trouble. I'm discerning concern right now, Jesus. I'm asking you right now, mighty Jesus, that you will put out your peace on their heart, on their life, Lord. That peace that surpasses all understanding will be released over their life right now. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, in Jehoshua's name, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Abba Father. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. Father God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Father, put out your love. Put out your love, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, please have my Father put out his love in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Whatever you ask to my Father, my name, it will be given to you, Jesus said. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I pray for love. I pray for love to be put out of my brothers and sisters right now. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, in Jehoshua's name, I thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, some of the people praying for fire. They want to feel your fire. I pray for fire, Jesus. Will you put out your fire, my brothers and sisters, in holy Yahashua's name, holy Jesus' name, holy Yeshua's name right now, Jesus. Put out your fire, put out your fire, put out your fire, the whole earth. It's full of your glory, almighty God. The whole earth is full of your glory, Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you. I thank you. I believe in you. I believe in you. I trust you. I thank you. I thank you. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. When that anointing starts falling this way, I just want to worship. I just want to worship and nothing else. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, the whole earth is full of His glory. So why is it that people don't feel it? Sin. Sin is keeping that glory out, out of your life. Oh, but that glory can come into your life. It can come in in you after you repent, until you do sincere repenting before God. That glory can come. That glory is available for you and I. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you please confirm the word. Holy Spirit, please confirm the word to my brothers and sisters. Please, Holy Spirit, in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, mighty friend of mine, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Please, Holy Spirit, yes, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Please confirm the word. 
Please confirm the word to my brothers and sisters. It is not my word. It is your word. You've spoken this through Isaiah. You've spoken your word, Holy Spirit. It is your word. It is your word. Please confirm the word. I thank you. Yes, the Holy Spirit said he's yes. Yes, I thank you. I thank you. I'm telling you, he's my friend. He is my friend, the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I got great news, brothers and sisters. Yesterday morning, while in prayer with the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, the Lord has spoken to me a couple of days ago and said, I want you to do another healing service. And so I, I don't know. I got caught up with things, and I kind of forgot it. And so yesterday morning, the Lord spoke with me again to me, and the Lord says, I want you to do another healing service because I want to come down and heal my people. Hallelujah. Heal my people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, Lord, that last healing service was so powerful. And he said, yes, the next healing service is going to be more powerful. Hallelujah. Because I'm coming down to heal my people. Hallelujah. And so now I, ha I have to do it. The Lord reminded me. I said, for you to do this, he says to me. Hallelujah. And so the Lord said, he is coming down to heal his people again. Now, I received two last words in a couple of days. Hallelujah. This last two days, two powerful words. Hello, two powerful testimony. Shalom there, Joseph. Hallelujah. And it's one, one of the listeners to the Lord child, one of the sisters. Hallelujah. Who said her cancer got healed by the Lord in the last healing. Hallelujah. The only thing I remember she's saying, she 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 was she was staying at home. She could not come out practically all the time in bed because it's of cancer. And in, in, in last time when the Lord gave me the word to speak out to the people that there will be people getting their healing, hallelujah, that got healed, but they will not find out until they gone to the doctors. After she went to the doctor, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, she got, she find out she's healed from cancer. Hallelujah. She didn't explain to me. How much, how much was the cancer? I believe she said it was in the blood or in the body. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But she got healed, completely healed. Hallelujah. From cancer. Another sister write to me and she said, Brother Elvie, in the last healing service you did, I got baptized in tongue. Hallelujah. And this two powerful testimony really encouraged me. Because we know all glory goes to Jesus anyway. All glory goes to the Lord. All glory goes to him. He did it. I, we don't do anything. He is the healer. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. But what I want to say is this, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The Lord says that the next healing service is going to be more powerful. Hallelujah. But greater healing. I'm, look, I'm, I'm already looking forward to this. I'm already looking forward to this. In August 4, of next month, it's, it's a Sunday. We're going to have the Spanish healing service, which last time, so many people got healed and baptized. So, you know, people cannot stop talking about that. But that's that's a separate service from this. So many healing. And we have so many healing over here. Hallelujah. Now, the Lord wants another service where, where I know so many are going to get healed. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We have close to a 90% of the people in the last service healed. The testimony was tremendous. Hallelujah. I felt like the, the healing... Prior to that healing, there were more healing. But no, there were more healing this, hallelujah, 
Praise the Lord, hallelujah. This past healing was more more healing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so, uh, now this upcoming uh, uh, Friday, but the next following Friday, and can someone please give me the date? I'm not sure about the date. I, I, will, I will go ahead and write it down. Someone can please, please give me the date. Uh, the following, not this Friday, but the following Friday is when we're going to do the next healing service. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Is this going to be so powerful? I, I don't want anyone, uh, hallelujah, to go on without a healing. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what your sickness is. I've seen AIDS and cancer being healed so many times. Hallelujah. And let me tell you what's been happening lately. I don't know how it is. I don't know what the Lord is doing. August 2, August the 2nd. Yes, that will make sense. Thank you, Cornelius. On August the 2nd. Now, this is what I'm going to ask people for August the 2nd. Hallelujah. And I'm going to ask people to, to do, hallelujah, to do a day of fasting. Hallelujah. On that day. One day of fasting. Hallelujah. For that day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is very important. Very important. Now, I, I'm going to explain how this is going to work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to, hallelujah, ask the Lord to heal people on that day. Now, if you're not sick, if you're not sick, don't worry about yourself. But I want you to fast one day a week. Each Everyone listening who wants a healing or wants someone else to be healed, I'm going to ask everyone, because this is the way I have done it for over 15 years, and it works. It works 100%, and the Lord does it. I, I don't know that's not what the Lord taught me in the beginning. I was just following his leading. This is the way he led me to do it right from the beginning. Hallelujah. Agreement and prayer with two or three uh, common agreement. It will be done, Jesus said. And so that's the way I always had done it, through fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. It's in the Bible. It's everywhere in the Bible. It, it praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And it works. I don't know. It works 100%. I will not change that for anything. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So the only thing I'm going to ask you to do is one day of fasting a week for this healing service for, for August the 2nd. One day for yourself if you want healing or maybe you want to be baptized or for someone else in your family. I, I don't care if it's a friend, okay? I don't care who it is. I, I want to ask you as a favor that you will stand for somebody, Hallelujah! For if you if you you know, if you tell me, brother Obi, I I'm, I don't I'm not sick. There's nothing going on with me. I'm fine. I'm 100% fine. You know, I congratulate you for that. Hallelujah! Me too. I'm not sick. I'm healed. Hallelujah! For of course, I have to stand on the God for for other people. Hallelujah! Who are sick, and, and so there are many people that already people are sending me their names. Hallelujah! In the Spanish service. Now I I'm gonna put my email here in the chat room. Hallelujah. You're going to email me, and I'm going to add your name to the list of the people that are going to fast either for themselves, for their sickness, or to be baptized in someone else. If you want to do someone a favor, hallelujah. If you want to love, go ahead and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You want to stand in the God for someone else, hallelujah, even though you are praying for yourself too. Hallelujah. And praise the Lord, hallelujah. There's my email. You email me either your names, other person's names. Hallelujah. But please, this is what I'm going to ask people. 
Please do this because you're going to fast one day a week and pray for your healing and that other person's healing. This is very important. And so as you send me your name, send me the other person's name, I'm just going to go ahead and add you and that other person to the list. I'm going to present this list to the Lord in prayer. And everyone who had asked for prayer and healing, a specific name, I'm going to go ahead and give, put this list in the hands of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you, yes, if you want to fast in Israel for someone else, hallelujah, great. That will be great. Please, I, I'm asking people to please do this for someone else also, not just for yourself. So you will have to fast a day for you, and you have to fast a day for that other person. Hallelujah. Present the fasting for that other person that day and pray for that other person to be healed. This, this is going to be the focus that on that day, when the Lord comes down to heal people, hallelujah, your, your prayer, your fasting is going to be honored by the Lord, and they are going to receive their healing. Hallelujah. We, we have seen so many healing done by the Lord. It has, it has been done for people who have been asking for, for healing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Please don't, don't put it in the chat room because I, I cannot remember all that in the chat room. That's why I'm asking people to email me because I can then copy and paste from your email into the list that I have. You just copy and paste your name. Then I'll have your name. But if you give me a name, I, I, I will forgive the other people's name. That's why I want to have a list of everything like I'm doing in the other Spanish because I cannot remember all these names. Praise Jesus. I will have to write them down always just for me to remember. Praise Jesus, Allah. So email me. Email me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Lord will do the healing. Matthew 21, 22 says, If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask, whatever you ask for in prayer. Hallelujah. This is why fasting and praying is going to do the work. Because that's what Jesus said it would, it would take for something to be done. Hallelujah. That, that's what it would take. For something to be done, hallelujah, for God to do something. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Hallelujah. So what do we do as we pray and fast for this? Hallelujah. We're going to believe. Hallelujah. We're going to believe, and the Lord is going to make it ours. Hallelujah. He's going to make it ours, brothers and sisters. So this is why I'm asking you to, to, to pray for your healing and stand in the God for someone else to be healed. And we know the Lord can do anything, and the Lord will do it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He will do it because there's nothing. Hallelujah. It's impossible with God. Hallelujah. Nothing. The Lord can do it all. Hallelujah. And he, so he wants us to pray. Hallelujah. And by faith. Believe by faith. Hallelujah. And God will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Because there's nothing impossible with God. So God just asking you and I, hallelujah, to believe him, hallelujah, believe his word, and he will bring it to pass. It, it's going to be something we're, we're really going to re, uh, uh, rejoice in this upcoming uh, healing service. I know we are. Because we're going to see so many healing, uh, so many people are going to be baptized, hallelujah, in tongues and, and so many different gifts like so many people got so many gifts in these last healing service. And so again, hallelujah, you know, uh, the, the gifts are for the ministry. 
hallelujah, for the benefit of the body of Christ. So remember that, brothers and sisters. If you seek, if you seek for, uh, for gift from the Lord, remember what the gifts are for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so remember that. Hallelujah. Uh, Luke one forty five. Blessed she who, who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promise to her. Hallelujah. It, 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 everything is always by faith. We believe, hallelujah, in God does. And Luke 8.50, hearing this, Jesus says to, to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. Hallelujah. And so, you know, you may, may feel this fear or whatever, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But, you know, the Lord will do it, hallelujah. The Lord, if we believe, the Lord will bring it to pass. Because there's nothing impossible for him, hallelujah. Nothing, absolutely nothing, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But once we believe, he does it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Luke 24, 25, he says to them, How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophet has spoken. Yeah, some people, hallelujah, can act in that way. And so the Lord went and rebuked them for, for, their, for their mentality. Because it's a mentality people have. But if we teach people to believe the word, believe God, and expect to receive through prayer, God brings it to pass. This is nothing impossible for him. He's just asking us to do it, hallelujah. And he brings it to, he brings it to pass, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That's all God wants to do. It. He wants to honor our prayer. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That's all he, Jesus wants to do. He wants you to ask and expect to receive, and then he, boom, brings it to pass right before your eyes. Hallelujah. So you first believe, and then you see. Some people are looking for a miracle. Don't look for a miracle. Believe God for a miracle. And God brings it to pass. Hallelujah. God brings it to pass. This is nothing impossible for him. All things are possible with God. Hallelujah. And so God calls us to believe in him and his word. And as we do, he brings all these things to pass. And then we rejoice in him. We thank him. Hallelujah. We thank him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Matthew 9, 28. When he had gone in the Lord, the blind man came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, he replied. Oh, the Lord is looking for people to say, Yes, Lord, yes. Yes, I'm believing. I'm going to believe my miracle. Yes, in this fasting, I'm going to believe my miracle. I know you're going to bring it to pass, Lord Jesus. You're going to bring my, my miracle. You're going to bring my healing. You're going to baptize me, Lord. You're going to give me this gift, that other gift. Lord, I believe you. I believe your promise. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Boldly say yes to the Lord that he's able to do it. Do you believe that I'm able to do this, Jesus said? Do you believe? Do you believe Jesus is able to bring your healing? Say yes. Please say yes. Please, people in the shop and say yes. Do you believe that Jesus is able to bring your healing, to baptize you, to fill you with his Holy Spirit? Do you think Jesus can do this? Hallelujah. Just say yes, yes, yes. Yes, say yes like that. I mean, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, I believe. I believe. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Get excited. Get excited. Give your sadness to the Lord. Rebuke the sadness and get excited. Get excited for Jesus. Get excited. He's able. He's able. He's able to do it. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Jesus said. Hallelujah. See, that's the question. 
That is a question God has for you. Do you think God is able to heal you? Hallelujah. Do you, do you believe it? He didn't, he didn't ask him, do you think I'm able to do this? No. He said, do you believe I'm able to do this? Do you believe? That's a question. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Because faith takes all of you. All of your strength. All of your knowledge is put aside when you believe. Because it's by faith. You're not seeing anything. You are just believing God. Hallelujah. And the Lord is asking you, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Get excited and say, yes. Yes, your Lord, I believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. I believe you're able to heal anyone. I believe that you're able to bring healing to anyone, Lord Jesus. No matter what the sickness is, Lord, I believe you're able to do it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. And when you believe like this, you honor God. You honor him. Because Jesus asked him the question. Hallelujah. Jesus asked him the question. And always Rabbi Jesus, when he asks you a question, it's because there's a reason behind it. Because God wants you to believe. And, and most of the people, what did Jesus say? Let it be done according to thy faith. Let it be done according to thy faith. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why we tell the people, look, when we do the healing service, I, I, I need 100% of your attention and your focus. Because your miracle is coming. Jesus comes down to bring you a miracle. And so when we all focus on the Lord and bring this miracle, and we all get together in faith, and the Lord starts bringing miracle to people, don't, don't, don't you stay by the sideline watching other people getting healed. Jesus coming down to heal people. Say, Lord, what about me, Lord? I know, I know you're able to do this, Lord. I know you're able, Lord. Please bring my healing. I believe you, Jesus. Please bring my healing. Please, Lord, bring my healing. Praise the Lord. I remember years ago when I came to the Lord. Hallelujah. All people from everywhere all claiming healing, and they were getting the healing. They were getting financial truth. Hallelujah. Deliverance and all kinds of things. Hallelujah. People were getting things. I was sitting there looking at people getting all kinds of miracles from God. I said, what about me? What about me, Lord? What do I need to do? And I remember my brother says, brother, I will advise you that you will start fasting and praying. Hallelujah. And see, what I didn't understand is, God don't need to ask me to fast. But when I go ahead and fast, I'm putting my faith in action. Oh, God is speaking to somebody tonight. God don't need you to fast. Hallelujah. God don't need you to fast. All God needs you to do is believe him. But when I fast, when I pray, I'm putting my faith in action. I know I'm going to get my miracle. I know God has a miracle for me. So what do I do? I go ahead and fast one day for it, and I go ahead and pray about it, expecting that miracle. And when the time comes, hallelujah, let me tell you who told me to do this healing service, the Lord. The Lord says to me, I told you to do this healing service already. He brought it clearly to my mind because I forget stuff. I said, yes, Lord. Yes, you did, Lord. I want you to do this healing service. I want you to do it because I'm going to heal my people. So uh, the Lord knows who is sick out there listening. He knows who has family members sick listening. Hallelujah. And so God is asking us to believe him. Believe that he will bring us, that he's able to heal us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's exactly what the Lord is going to do. Hallelujah. On August the 2nd, Friday night. I may have a few guests with me on the Lord's Tower. 
hallelujah, anoint the sister of the Lord and brother of the Lord who's going to join us to pray. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I'm going to go ahead and send the invitation ahead of time. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, so I can have these brothers and sisters join me, hallelujah, in this service because this is going to be such a mighty service. I'm telling you, I felt the I felt the glory of the Lord. I felt the power. I felt the anointing when the Lord spoke to me about this healing service. He's going to heal his people. I, I don't know if it's some of you are going to, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. And I hope, hallelujah, that most everyone, 99% of the people listening to me tonight, are going to be ready for the healing because Jesus is coming down to heal you. Don't let him go by healing other people and you standing on the sideline. It's time that you get get in the way when the Lord comes and you get healed too. Praise Jesus. Or you get baptized too in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. My goodness, I, I feel that anointing. I feel that oil being put on my back now. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That is such a wonderful oil. The Lord's put it on my back right now. I love that oil. I love that oil from heaven. That olive oil from heaven. I love it. I love it. Lord Jesus, send your angel to anoint this office. This room, Lord Jesus, send your angels from heaven with olive oil, Lord, to anoint this apartment in Jesus' name. Yeshua name. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, have your, your, your angels, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. In Jesus' name, from that oil from heaven, that pure oil from heaven, in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, will you please give testimony to the people listening. Lord Jesus, that they will feel your angels putting that oil on them right now. In Jesus' name, I believe, I believe, I believe you're able, Jesus, I believe you're able, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, bring that oil over your people, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, your name. Oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, Lord, bring your oil, your oil, your anointing over your people's life tonight. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, please confirm the word, confirm the oil. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Bring your oil, bring your anointing, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. You wanted to minister your people, your people tonight, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. All glory goes to you. All glory goes to you, Jesus. All honor goes to you. All prayer goes to you. Oh, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. The presence of the Lord. It is so beautiful. His anointing. It is so beautiful. How beautiful to breathe. The earth is full of His glory. It's full of His glory. Get into His glory. Why have you? Why are you outside His glory? Why? 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 Get into His glory now. In Jesus' name, start repenting now. In Jesus' name, repent of your sin, all of your sin, all your transgression. In Jesus' name, get into the glory. Get into the anointing. It's available. It's available. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Why are you outside the glory? Why are you outside the glory? It's a question I have for you. Why, why, why? The whole earth is full of his glory. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Available. It's available. It's available. Get into the glory. Hallelujah. Stop being an outside in this potato. No, be part of it. Start looking from the outside. Start hearing from the outside. Be part of this glory of Jesus. Be part of the anointing of the Holy Spirit that he can come to you and touch you anytime. You, he can fill you anytime. 
all your house, your pr- oh my goodness, his presence will be in your house and your life and your children and anyone, hallelujah, will feel the anointing, his glory, his presence. Start, just listen and believe and be part of it in Jesus' name. Oh, I thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Oh man, oh, it's being poured out right now, hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. All I want to do is worship him. Worship him. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, my friend, my friend, please minister. Minister, Holy Spirit of God, to your people. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Touch, touch the heart, touch the heart. In Jesus' name, receive. Receive in Jesus' name. Let the glory, let that anointing minister to you right now. Let that glory fill your house, your room right there. Let that air be changed in Jesus' name. Let the fire burn that air in Jesus' name. The fire of Jesus. Let it burn that air in the house you are, in that apartment you are. In Jesus' name, right now. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I thank you, Jesus. Praise Him, praise Him, repent, 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 repent in Jesus' name, repent, repent your sin, get into the glory, sin is the wall, sin is the wall keeping you out, repent, repent, repent in Jesus' name, sincere repentance, say Lord, say Lord, say Lord, I want to be part of that glory, I want to be part of that presence in Jesus' name, repent, repent with all your heart, hallelujah, all your understanding in Jesus' name, I thank you Jesus, hallelujah, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is so good. He is so wonderful. We have such a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He wanted to minister to his people. Some people, hallelujah, were truly, that they really, truly needed the word. Mark 1.15 said, that time has come. He says, he says, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. It is near. It is here. Hallelujah. Get into it. Get into it. Hallelujah. Get into it by faith. Believe God. Get into his presence. Hallelujah. I say, I said, hallelujah. The whole earth, the whole earth is full of his glory. Get into his glory by, by faith. Hallelujah. Let the Lord cleanse you with his blood right now in Jesus' name. Repent. I thank you, Jesus. Still being put out. It's still being put out in Jesus' name. The anointing is still falling. The pressing is still falling. In Jesus' name, get into it. Get into it by faith. Hallelujah. Repent your sin. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. That anointing, that presence. Hallelujah. I say, I says the glory, the earth. The earth, hallelujah, the earth is full of his glory, full of his glory. Why are we outside his glory? Why are we outside his presence? Sin, sin, repent, repent your sin right now in Jesus' name. Repent your sin in your mind, of your heart, of your thinking, of your action, hallelujah, of your walking. And Jesus, hey, Lord Jesus, I repent my sin. I repent my sin, Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you in heaven, Lord Jesus. I repent right now in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sin. I want to enter the glory. I want to enter the presence in Jesus' name. Mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus. Let your glory come upon my life. Let your glory come upon my house. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, hallelujah. 
Woo, the oil is being put over this appointment, right? Hallelujah. I, I feel the presence is just so good. So beautiful, this oil, hallelujah. I just want people to go into the glory, into the presence that Isaiah said. The earth is full of his glory. It's here, it's done. It's available, it's available. I thank you, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Please confirm the word. Mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus. Please ask the Father that his love will be put out tonight in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, please, mighty Jesus, I'm my Father. Please ask my Father. Jehovah God Almighty, hallelujah, Elohim Almighty, that his love will be put out tonight in Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, Yahashua's name. Please, please, Lord Jesus, you say whatever you ask my Father in my name, it will be given to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, that when people will feel the glory of God, the presence of God, that the whole earth, I say, I said, is full of his glory. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness, I thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Mighty Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man. God is so good here. So wonderful. Hallelujah. Oh, glory goes to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're talking about, oh, we're talking about, hallelujah, August the 2nd, August the 2nd. We're going to have another mighty healing of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we're going to ask people to fast one day a week for that healing. Hallelujah. For that healing service. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm just asking people to please. Join me in one, day, one, one fasting a day for you and another day of fasting for someone else who is sick. Hallelujah. I know there are many people sick. The Lord has spoken to me yesterday morning, and he says, I told you to have another healing service, and I have forgotten. Hallelujah. The Lord, I said, yes, Lord, I did. When he reminded me, he says, I want you to have another healing service because I want to come down and heal my people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Heal my people. The Lord wants to come down and heal you. Hallelujah. I know there are many people sick, and the Lord wants to heal you. The Lord spoke this word to me. Hallelujah. He wants to come down and heal his people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Our healing is for you. And August the 2nd, hallelujah, the Lord is going to come down and heal his people, as he has said to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If I don't do this service, I will be in disobedience. Understand this. This is very important. Jesus told me to do this. If I don't do this healing service, I will be in disobedience. I do not want to be in disobedience, my brothers and sisters. And I'm going to ask God's people, hallelujah, to join me that day. Hallelujah. My sister Amy and some other brothers, I'm going to go ahead and ask them to join me that, that, that night, hallelujah, Friday night. And we're going to have a mighty healing service where the Lord is coming down to heal his people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to agree with Sister Amy for her healing. I don't know who else, hallelujah, is sick in Amy's house. I don't know who else is. Hallelujah. But I'm going to agree with Sister Amy for her healing. Hallelujah. She told me she's having back pain, something like that. Hallelujah. And we're going to go ahead and agree. I'm going to go ahead, hallelujah, in the fasting and agree. For, with Sister Amy for her healing. Hallelujah. I want Sister Amy to agree for someone else in her family who is maybe sick for that other person healing. Hallelujah. And we're going to go ahead as we pray for our healing we'll, and we fast one day for our healing. We're also going to fast an extra day for that other person healing. Hallelujah. It don't matter who it is. Hallelujah. I don't care who is sick. Hallelujah. I just want to ask everyone to please be kind Hallelujah, and love your neighbor, your brother and sister, and fast one day for them. 
Hallelujah. This is very important. Shalom there, Jesus, my rock. Hallelujah. Sister Nicole. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, please, I'm going to ask people to fast one day for someone, for them or someone in their family. Hallelujah. And, and I know the Lord is going to heal them. I know. I know that if we do this by faith, the Lord is going to go ahead and bring this healing in Jesus' name. He's going to go ahead and heal his people. You know, his 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 anointing that day, his power is going to be so real and so powerful. Hallelujah. It's going to be so powerful. When the Lord was spoken to me yesterday morning, the glory of the Lord was so powerful, so powerful. And he is confirming that word tonight. Hallelujah. He is confirming that word tonight to his people to let them know yeah, it is his word. And it says, well, I'm telling you, if I don't do the healing service, I'm in disobedience. I will go in disobedience. And if the trumpet comes with me in disobedience, I can stay in the tribulation. But I don't want to stay, and I don't want to be in disobedience. Praise Jesus. I want to go home in the rapture. Because when the Lord tells you to do something, we must be obedient and do it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. And I know, I know, hallelujah, the Lord is going to come down and heal people. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And there will be so many people here for the glory of God. So many miracles, like this sister got her healing for cancer. This other sister got baptized. Hallelujah. They got it back then, and they, I don't know what they were waiting for. Hallelujah. And they come out and say that they got healed. But we still rejoice. We still rejoice for this healing because this is the Lord doing these things for his glory. He is the one that brings the healing. He is the one that does it. And I know, praise Jesus, hallelujah, the Lord is going to go ahead and honor people's prayer. Hallelujah. I, I, I gave people my, my email. They can email with that other person's name or their name, or however you want to do it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go ahead and add them to the list. Hallelujah. And I'm going to present this to the Lord in prayer this, for this two weeks to come. Hallelujah. And then I want to ask everybody else, hallelujah, to please fast one day for that other person. Don't include that other person in your one-day fasting. Don't do that, no. The one day for that other person. Because the Lord is going to look that in honor, in honor of your faith. See, we're doing it by faith. And I'm asking you to fast one day for someone else. Hallelujah. One day a week for that other person. And one day a week for you. Hallelujah. And, and if, if you're doing it for a friend, and then you've got a family who is sick of, you know, pray, please fast one day a week for your family. And that will make it three days a week. Hallelujah. See, someone has three people there. Son and son. That's awesome. Hallelujah. That's one day for each one of them. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. See, I, I, please, I'm asking everyone to do it for your family, your friend, your close Please do it for them. Hallelujah. Fast one day a week for them. Hallelujah. If, if you don't want to give me their names, hallelujah, to me, for me, the item in the list, that's okay. I'm not going to get mad at you for that. Hallelujah. No. Hallelujah. But make sure you do that, that the Lord sees what you're doing for them by faith, and the Lord is going to go ahead and bring healing to their life. They are going to be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They're going to be baptized. I asked the Lord yesterday when he was talking to me, when he says to me about healing, I said, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, are you going to baptize people too? And the Lord says to me, yes, I'm going to baptize people too. Hallelujah. Which was so awesome when he said that. I felt the anointing. I, I just felt when he was talking to me, the anointing was so powerful. And he said, yes, he's going to baptize people too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And again, the Lord rebuking me. 
hallelujah, for forgetting that he, to, he had told me two days prior to yesterday morning to do this healing service. And I have forgotten. And he reminded me and told me, I have told you to do this. That was his first word to me. I have told you to do a healing service. Hallelujah. But I have forgotten. And the Lord reminded me and says, to do a healing service because he wants to heal his people. So I'm, I'm, I'm under the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ on this. And he's going to go ahead, hallelujah, and heal people. Now, let me tell you, the last healing service, people came out of medication. People got healing that they are noticed a month still, and they still are not taking medication. People got mental, psychological healing. This, this, you know how many people we have, hallelujah, in the mental system in America? Can someone give me a, a, a number of the percentage? What, 30% of the people, 20%? I don't know. I don't know. I, I used to know this, all this stuff when I was in counseling and all that. But I don't remember. I don't remember the percentage of the people we got in the mental system in the United States. Now, I'm not only referring to the people in the United States. Please forgive me for that. If people in Europe are listening to us, which I know people in Europe are listening to us, please forgive me. I want people from, from Germany, France, Spain, everywhere you, where you listen to me, where you're listening to me now, to please fast for yourself, your sex, and someone else in your family. It don't matter how wide. I got people writing to me from Hawaii. Please Hallelujah. Please, I, I don't mean to forget any country or offend anyone. Please, this is for everyone to do. Japan, China, everywhere. Please, join us, Canada. We, we have so many people from Canada. Please, join us in this. Join us in this. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the Lord in Trinidad, I have people from Trinidad. I had a brother writing to me from Trinidad today. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, please, brothers, please, brothers and sisters from Trinidad. Hallelujah. And everywhere, please join us in this. In everywhere, the state of the United States, California, everywhere, please join us in this healing service because you're going to get a healing. We're going to rejoice with you. That's what we're going to do. We're going to rejoice with, with you when you get your healing. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus wants to do this. He wants to heal you, and he wants to baptize you. Why would you miss that? Why would you miss the Lord coming down to heal you and baptize you? Don't miss this service for nothing. Hallelujah. If you, if you have an appointment for Friday night, August the 2nd, cancel your appointment. Say, I have an appointment with, Lord, with the Lord Jesus who is coming down, and I'm going to ask the Lord to come to my house to heal me. Hallelujah. And we're going to join with you, and we're going to say, Lord Jesus, we're going to pray to him and say, Lord, we want you to go to everyone home and heal them. Remember that he can be at every place at the same time. Jesus can be at your house, at my house, in Amy's house, in everyone's house at the same time. Hallelujah. So please, we're going to join and ask the Lord and visit everyone home. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to please give a confirmation for every single word that, that night. Hallelujah. We have an appointment with Jesus on August the 2nd. Hallelujah. And please don't miss your appointment with Jesus. Because if you miss your appointment with Jesus, then... Who is Jesus in your life? Hallelujah. Who is Jesus in your life? Don't miss it. And if you've got family member, see, let me tell you what, what, what people are doing, brothers and sisters. They are inviting their friends to listen to the Lord's Tower. Their friends are loving the Lord's Tower. Their friends are being touched by God and by your neighbor and by your friends. Come and listen to this program tonight. Hallelujah. And we're going to focus on bringing the Lord down. Once they turn in to listen to the Lord, the anointing and presence of the Lord, the Lord is going to come down and touch them. Boom! In their heart. They're going to feel their heart. Oh, my goodness. I feel something. They're going to say, I feel something. The Lord is going to touch them. He's going to touch them. 
Hallelujah. They're gonna react and say, What is this? I never I never listened to a program like this. What is going on in that program? I feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is what's gonna happen, brothers and sisters. On August the second. And then we have another healing on August the fourth. People are already going to be fasting for that, for August the 4th. August the 2nd is for us over here. So Jesus, you can say Jesus is coming to my house on August the 2nd, and I'm expecting a miracle, hallelujah, and be baptized by him. There will be people like the sisters speaking in tongues all night long. Friday night is going to be a party in people's homes. People are going to be speaking in tongues all night long, praising the Lord. Because some people are not baptized in tongues, and they're going to be speaking in tongues, I'm telling you, all night long in the presence of the Lord. That people are going to be dancing in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is going to be such a wild party. Don't miss this party where Jesus is coming down. Because we're going to worship God maybe like never before. We're going to yell here. We're going to scream. It's going to be crazy party for Jesus. With Jesus. Hallelujah. So don't miss this party for anyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, 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 and watch what God will do when we believe. Watch what he will do. Stay tuned to see what God will do when we believe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, some of the people that went and prayed got healed. Some of the people that asked to be baptized last time got baptized. You know, we had the, the first healing service the month before. People got healed, got baptized. Everybody, everybody rejoiced. There was a few people sad. Oh, I want healed. Then some of those people got healed too and got baptized too. Hallelujah. And then we, we have very little people expecting miracle and to be baptized. Hallelujah. But don't do that. I guess the second we have a party with the Lord. And he's going to come down and healing is, is the nature of Jesus. He is a healer. Hallelujah. That's his nature. When he comes down, you can heal. <laughs> hallelujah. When you ask God to give you his Holy Spirit, hallelujah, he's going to give it to you. That's his nature. He's a giver. Our Father is a giver. Hallelujah. You, when, you, when you ask for the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to, for, you, for, the, for, for him to come and counsel you, take your pain away, whatever you're going to ask the Holy Spirit. You know what? He's going to do it because he's a counselor. That's what he is. That's his nature. It flows out of him. It flows out of his presence. It flows out of his anointing. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because that's his nature. That's who he is. That's what Jesus is. He's a healer. He's a loving healer. He's going to heal you when you ask. He's going to go release his anointing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And you're going to be filled with his presence. And immediately you're going to feel your sickness leave you. Say bye-bye, sickness. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's going to go bye-bye in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, it's going to leave you. You're going to get baptized. Oh, some people want deliverance. Deliverance. You want those demons to go away in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, they're leaving. They're going to leave in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You're going to be free 100% whom the Son set free and is free indeed. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. They're leaving you. They're going to be leaving you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And ask, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Say, fill me. I won't even feel by you, Lord Jesus, by nothing else. Nothing else. No demons. Nothing of this world will ever fill my life by you, Jesus. By you, by you, by you. 
I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord is going to go ahead and do it. He's going to go do it. He's going to do it. He's going to smile at you. He's going to smile at you. I won't be surprised some people see the Lord. Oh, I won't be surprised some people see the Lord, see the face of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I guess the second when Jesus comes down, I won't be surprised if some people say, Brother Alvy, while the anointing and the presence was flowing up God and the fire, I saw the face of Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I won't be surprised if some of you see Jesus that day. Say, Lord, purify my heart. I want to see God. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 8 says, Bless us all the pure heart, because they will see God. You want to see God. You want to see God asking to cleanse your heart, asking to purify your heart. I say, Lord, purify my heart. Cleanse my heart. Like David said in Psalm 51, Lord Jesus, create within me, O Lord, a pure heart, Lord Jesus. Renew a new spirit within me, O Lord. Hallelujah. And when you ask the Lord to do this, hallelujah, the Lord will cleanse your heart. His anointing, His blood will flow through you, and you will get the cleanse. It will flow, and will flow, and will flow through your heart, your mind. Oh, your soul, your spirit will be cleansed in Jesus' name. And then you will be able to see Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, you will see him. You will see him. Believe, believe that you will see Jesus. It is time. It is time for his people to see the Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, believe, believe, believe. Hallelujah. That he is, that he is, he is. Every word of those that daily seek him. He will do it, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. All you have to do is believe, hallelujah, and the Lord will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. He will bring it to pass as we ask, as we ask in agreement with two or three agreed on something they ask. It will be given to them. Receive it in Jesus' name. It will be given to you, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. You will receive it as you believe it in Jesus' name, hallelujah. The Lord is just asking us to believe in Asking us to believe Him, His Word, His Word. God cannot lie. Can you receive that? Can you receive that God cannot lie? He is not a man that He will lie. Hallelujah. He's not a man. God is not a man. He is God. And God cannot lie. He is in control of heaven and earth. Understand that Jesus is in control. Jesus is in control. And not the devil, no one else. But Jesus is in control, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Believe Him. Believe Him, as you seek Him, as you get to Him, hallelujah, as you are for Him, as your life is full of Jesus, hallelujah, but you believe in Him, you believe in His Word, hallelujah, you'll be close, you'll be close, you'll be close, you'll be saying like Isaiah, I saw the Lord Almighty, I saw His glory, hallelujah, the whole earth, the whole earth is full of His glory, what is keeping us out? What is keeping us out of that glory? Sin, sin. It is sin keeping us out. Hallelujah. It is time to sincerely, sincerely repent our sin. Repent and repent it in Jesus' name. Oh, so we can get close, close to his presence. It is so beautiful. It is so wonderful to be in his presence. Oh, my goodness. As I wake up this morning, hallelujah, I was sent the presence of the Lord. The Holy Spirit was all over me. Hallelujah. I was so happy. I was so joyful. I said, my goodness, my goodness, the Lord is here. The Lord is here. I was rejoicing in His presence. That's where I want to be. Hallelujah. That's where I want to be in His presence. I don't want to be out of His presence, but in His presence. In His presence, there's joy, there's joy. There's untold joy in His presence. Hallelujah. When we are out of His presence, all this fear and all this stuff come to us. Hallelujah. But when we are in His presence, we know that we are in Him and that He is in us. Hallelujah. 
Oh my goodness, his presence is so good. Hallelujah. Why would someone want to be out of the presence of God? Why would someone want to be on this earth? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus in this evil world. Well, hallelujah. When in the presence of Jesus, there's joy, there's untold joy, there's peace. There's peace, there's surpassing understanding in the presence of Jesus. My goodness, I love to be in the presence of Jesus and no one else. Oh, my goodness, imagine eternity with God. Imagine eternity just being in his presence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord in that peace and that joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. No one can steal your joy. No more trouble. No more headache. Nothing else. No more worry. No more concern. But just being in God. Being one with God. Being filled with God. Hallelujah. Rejoicing, worshiping. Hallelujah. With no concern. No worry. Hallelujah, no more nights, but day and day goes on, and on and on, and we're just in the presence of God, hallelujah. Oh, Father God, dear God, hallelujah. Oh, it is so beautiful, hallelujah, to be in His presence. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for your present Holy Spirit. I thank you, I thank you. Never take that Holy Spirit away from me, O Lord. Never take that Holy Spirit away from me, O Lord, says David. He cried, he cried, he cried to God and said, please, God. Do not take the Holy Spirit away from me, O Lord. My goodness, David was, hallelujah, he knew that having the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is the most wonderful thing. It's one of the greatest gifts of God to us. The Holy Spirit, the Counselor, hallelujah, he is so wonderful, hallelujah. Some people are not enjoying the Christian's life because the Holy Spirit is not in their life. I say, sure, be sin. Sin has taken the place of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is waiting for them to repent so he can come where he wants to be in your life. Don't you understand that the Holy Spirit was sent to come and dwell within you, but he cannot dwell within sin. He wants to. He wants to. Oh, my goodness, he wants to. He wants you to repent to Jesus. He wants you to say, I'm sorry, Jesus. Please forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me from your blood, Lord Jesus. I can see and repent, Lord Jesus. Keep me the strength. Give me the strength not to sin anymore, Lord. Give me the strength to stay away from sin, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hallelujah. When you desire that with all your heart, when you cry from the inner side of you, hallelujah, like a baby before God, you say, Lord, I do not want to sin. Lord, stop me from sinning. Lord Jesus, help me not to sin. Lord, help me to be faithful. Oh, my goodness, you do what God tells you to do. You keep his word. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit comes. And dwell within you, hallelujah. What a joy, what a peace, hallelujah. There is when you got the Holy Spirit. Oh, but there's some dear sisters and brothers that don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. Oh, man, sin is keeping him out. Sin is keeping him out. Praise the Lord, but repent your sin. Take full responsibility before God for your sin. And watch what God will do in your life, hallelujah. Watch what he will do in your life through you. He will do it. He will do mighty things, hallelujah. Things that you will not know of, Father, like he says to Jeremiah, my 33, hallelujah, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I show you things that you not know of, hallelujah. There's many things we don't know, brothers and sisters, that the Lord wants to reveal to us, hallelujah. He wants to give to us. But we need to call unto him. Call unto the Lord, hallelujah. Call unto his presence, call unto his anointing. Call unto him. So you can enjoy his presence and anointing. Hallelujah. That is there. The whole earth is full of his presence. But it, it, it just don't feel like it. Some people say, hallelujah, but it's there. The Lord wants to fill your life. He wants to fill you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. He wants to dwell within you. Hallelujah. Jesus says to his disciples, I will be with you all the days of your life. 
He said he will be with you. It is a promise. And God will not make a promise that he will break. Jesus will not give you and I a promise that he will break. He never meant to break the promise. He's only waiting for us to repent to him. He wants to be with you every day of our life. He wants to, hallelujah, it is a desire of his heart to be with his bride, to be with his son and daughter, hallelujah. <coughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I remember when my father said to me, hallelujah, up in the third heaven, hallelujah, I want to have my children with me up here. Hallelujah, soon they will be with me up here. I know how much they want to be up here. I really want them to be up here with me. Hallelujah. And when I listened to my father speak this word, I saw the love in him. Hallelujah. I saw how much love he has for us. He has so much love for his children. He desires, he wants his children to be close to him. What a loving father he is. Hallelujah. That the desire of his heart is that his children will be with him. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. He loves us so much, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You got no idea how much your father, our father, loves us. Hallelujah. Our father in heaven. Hallowed be his name. Hallelujah. His kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. It is his will that his will be done on earth and our life as it is done in heaven, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come to Jesus. My friends, come to Jesus. You, my friends that are listening, come to Jesus. Jesus wants to give you peace. He wants to give you life. He wants to save you. He wants to, hallelujah, bring you home to heaven. I remember when Jesus said, hallelujah, I want to take home the leads. The leads. The leads who was repenting, he wants to take them home. Whoever say, Lord Jesus, I'm a, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I believe, Lord, that you died for me on the cross. Forgive my sins, Lord Jesus. And I believe you were raised on the third day according to your word, Lord Jesus. Please forgive my sin. Whoever recognizes him as his Lord and Savior, hallelujah, he wants to take home the least to heaven. Don't matter who it is. It don't matter who it is. He wants to take home the least, the least. Who can say I'm one of the least? I'm struggling with sin and this and that, but I'm still seeking the Lord. I'm still repenting. You, the Lord, wants to take home. You that are struggling. Hallelujah. You that are going through so much. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to take you home with him in this rapture. And the Lord is continuing saying this rapture is close. Oh, it is so close. That is so close. Hallelujah. The Lord has said to his children that his rapture is very close. That he's getting ready to come and take his children home. He's ready to come, brothers and sisters. Are you ready? Are you ready to go home? Hallelujah. Are you ready to be with Jesus? Hallelujah. Are you ready to be in his presence? Hallelujah. Are you ready to rejoice with the redeeming heaven, worshiping the Lord? Hallelujah. Walking in the heavenly places in the street of gold. Going to, the, to our Father throne. Hallelujah. To worship him. And thank him. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for heaven? Are you ready? Hallelujah. What God requires of you for you to be ready just to be a repenting, to repent your sin before God and say, Lord, I'm a sinner, but I repent of my sin, Lord. Help me to serve you, Lord. Help me to keep your word. Help me to be holy, Lord Jesus. Help me to be rapture ready, Jesus. In Jesus' name, the Lord will help you. The Lord will give you his strength. 
He wants to help you. I remember when he took me before his throne and he went and got up from his throne and was walking down with a child so happy. And Jesus said, tell them, tell them that if they come to me, I will help them. He says, if you come to him, he will help you. Jesus will help you. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you, my brothers and sisters, my friends. Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. He loves you so much. He wants to have you with him. He wants you to be in his heaven. He wants you to look at everything he has created. Oh, heaven, it is so big. Those cities in heaven are so big. Wait until you go to heaven and see those cities. Oh, those cities, those mansions that are ready for you. You have a mansion in heaven. Your father have a mansion for you. And God don't want your mansion to be empty anymore. That mansion is waiting for you. Hallelujah. He has a crown for you, a crown of life for you. Don't miss your crown of life ready for you. The Lord has it ready. God has it ready for you. Continue to seek Him. Continue to repent. Hallelujah. Don't matter what you're going through. Don't give up. Don't give up to sin. Don't give up to the world. Don't give up to religion. Don't give up to anyone. Give, up, give yourself to Jesus. Don't give up yourself to sin on the world. No, no, no. Say, Lord, help me. Just stay away from sins, Lord Jesus, for the people that make me sins. Help me to stay away from them, mighty Jesus. In Jesus' name. And the Lord Jesus will help you. Oh, he wants you when I cry up to him and say, Lord, help me, Jesus. I'm struggling, Lord. It is so difficult, Lord Jesus. It is so hard. Help me, Jesus. Jesus will help you. Jesus will give you his strength. Oh, he will give you his strength. He wants you to have his strength. Like Paul said, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. He wants to give you that strength so you can conquer, so you can walk, so you can go on in your walk with Jesus. You can stand firm when others are falling, when others are going back. With his strength, you will stand firm. You can continue, hallelujah, in the narrow way, although you don't see the narrow way. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus, Jesus will help you to go forward. He will carry you many times. You will be carried by him. He will carry you on his arm. And when you feel what's going on in my life, but you, you're still trusting him. You still got peace in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your problem. You still got peace. It's because Jesus is in your bowl. Jesus is in your life. He's in your heart. He's close to you. As he promised you, he will not forsake you. He will not leave you. He will be with you all the days of your life. But it's a promise that God cannot break. Hallelujah. He is not a man that he will lie. He is not a man that he will tell you something and be wrong. No, God is never wrong. God never makes a mistake. God is always right. He is always true. Hallelujah. He is always true. Jesus is always true. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, if you trust him and you put your hope on him, he will never let you down. Hallelujah. No one who put the trust in God has been never let down. Never. Hallelujah. When Moses and the people were in front of the Red Sea and they saw the armies of Pharaoh, Oh, they got afraid. Hallelujah. I can just hear the people crying. My goodness, we got so far away from Pharaoh. Now he's cutting up to us. Now he's going to kill us. He's going to punish us as he did in Egypt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God says to Moses, Hallelujah, stand your hand to the water, and you will see the salvation of your Lord. My goodness, he is so good to save. He is so powerful to save. And when everyone was crying, Moses was looking up to God. Hallelujah. Moses was looking to hear God. And God said to him, Moses, 
I want my people to go forward, march forward, hallelujah, to the seed. I imagine Moses looking at the sea and hearing God, looking at all that water, how deep that water was, and looking at God in my goodness. But it's by faith. It is by faith. The just shall live by faith, hallelujah. God is calling you and I to see by faith, to walk by faith, hallelujah, to live by faith. Hallelujah, it is by faith, my brothers and sisters. Do not look what is in front of you, but look up to heaven. Look up to Jesus. He's still in the throne. He's still at the right hand of the Father. He, he has no power in heaven. And he has no power in earth. And nothing can ever happen to you. Nothing can ever happen to you. Because Jesus is in control. He's in control of your life. He allows things to test you down here. See, the Father tells my son, I want you to test my daughters and sons down on earth, and he does the test. And a lot of times we say, where is God? Where is the Lord in my life? Where is Jesus in my life? And that's when God is closest. That's when Jesus is closest. That's when his presence is closest. That's when his anointing is available. Hallelujah. His power is there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They will see, thank God to Moses, the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. And when God opened the Red Sea, Moses finally understood. It is by God's power. It is him who does it. We are only his vessels. Nothing else. God has to do it. God has to open the Red Sea. God has to remove the things in front of us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He has to do it. God has to do it. Hallelujah. He has the power to do it. You understand he has some power, nothing impossible for him. Hallelujah, that Red Sea has no chance against God. The mighty God will serve that Red Sea has no chance. Your problem has no chance. Your enemy has no no chance against our God. Your trouble has no chance against your God. Can you get this? Can you understand this? Can you believe this? Nothing ever has any chance, hallelujah, against you, hallelujah, against our God. Because our God is with you. And if he is with you, who can come against you? Nothing that ever been created, no angel or nothing, hallelujah, not, not the deep, not the high or the deep, says Paul. Hallelujah, can never, hallelujah, separate you from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ. Can you receive this, hallelujah? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah, mighty God, God, God loves you so much. God loves you so much, Hallelujah. Don't you understand? You are, hallelujah, you are in his heart. His heart is for you. Do you understand? His heart is for you. If anyone touches you, hallelujah, comes against God. If anyone comes against his little one, comes against him, and no one can stand against God. No one can, hallelujah. And God is for you. God is protecting you. God is keeping you. He got angels around your life. Why do you think he put angels around you? Those angels got order from Father God to protect their children, to protect them. And if they see any trouble that they come across, hallelujah, from the enemy, they call for help to heaven. And they say, Satan, may the Lord rebuke thee. And immediately the help is there in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All they had to say is, God, God, we need more protection. Hallelujah. If you're going to demonic attack over your life, say, Lord Jesus, in prayer, send me 30,000 angel, Lord. Send me 40,000 angel, Lord. Send me 50,000 angel, Lord, around my house. 24 hours, Lord, they keep my house safe. They keep me safe to keep any demon from hell out in Jesus' name. And watch what happens. Watch what happens. Hallelujah. Watch what happens. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You ask for heaven protection. You are going to get heaven protection because you are God's children. All you have to do is ask. 
Ask Jesus and thou shalt receive. You want to receive, all you have to do is ask. Hallelujah. Most of us need something. Hallelujah. But we don't ask. We don't ask God. Hallelujah. We don't just go to him and say, Father, I need your help. Please help me, Lord. I'm going through this trouble, Lord. Mighty Lord, give me the victory. You gave Moses and the children of Israel the victory. Give me the victory, Lord. You gave him the victory against Pharaoh, Lord. But give me the victory, Lord. In Jesus' name, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. Give me the victory, and the Lord will give you the victory. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will fight for you. Understand that. God drew that to the people's head of Israel, all the kings. He says, I am the God that protects thee. I will fight for thee. Hallelujah. And when God fought for them, they always had the victory against the enemy. God never loses. Read his word. Read his Bible. God never lost a battle. No one can overcome God. Never, never, never. Satan had come against God for thousands of years, and Satan had always been defeated, always been put to shame, because no one can come against our God. He is the Almighty. Can you receive that? Can you believe that? Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's the Almighty. He can never be defeated. God can never be defeated. God laughs at his enemy. When he sees his enemy coming against his people, God laughs at his throne. And says, oh, look how funny this is. Look what they're plotting. Oh, this is so funny. I got to see this. I got to get close to my children and see this. When the enemy is planning to come against you, God laughs. He smiles. He laughs. He's laughing at his enemy. He's looking down to your enemy. And he says, this is so funny. Look, look what they're doing. Oh, they're getting ready to attack my children. This is so funny. Oh, my goodness, so funny. They're going to go attack my children. Who do they think they're fighting against? Who? Hallelujah. And when your children understand the father they have, and they learn, hallelujah, when they learn who their daddy is and how jealous our daddy is and how much powerful our daddy is, hallelujah, all we have to do is say this, Lord, protect me. How many times I had the enemy come against me? And oh, I said, Lord Jesus, come and protect me. And the enemy came, hallelujah. And immediately the Lord came and defeated them in a second. In a second, they were defeated. Sometimes Satan has his whole army against me. And oh, I asked the Lord Jesus to come. And his whole army finds himself in hell being tormented in a second. That's the power of a God, brothers and sisters. He has all power in heaven and on earth. What it means to him that he has all power? No one else has any power. Do you understand? When you got all power, that means no one else has any power. Hallelujah. No one else has nothing because Jesus has all power. So who else out there has any power? No one. Jesus has it all. Don't you understand he has it all? He has all power in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Oh, power. Look what the devil is done. He's in a cell in hell being tormented until the tribulation. Now, tell him to get himself out of there. He can. He can. God put him there. One spoken word of my father, and he found himself there being tormented. Can he get himself out of there now? No. No. His whole kingdom right now is a mess. It's a mess. Because my father has no power in heaven and earth. He has no power. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no way the enemy can win. There's no way possible he can win. That's why his place is the lake of fire. His future is the lake of fire. He's going straight to the lake of fire with him and the Antichrist and the full prophet. And there's no going back to that. My father has decreed that word over his life. It's going to come to pass. 
in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look what the Antichrist and the full prophet now. They're getting together now to bring the seven-year treaty, the seven-year peace with Israel and Palestine. So the Palestinians will have their state. But in, in, what, what's at stake in all this? Jerusalem. East Jerusalem is at stake. Hallelujah. The Jews know this. The IDF has been saying for over, what, two months now? They are preparing for war. Hallelujah. They are preparing to, to fight. These people are talking about peace, peace, peace. And the IDF, hallelujah, the Israel army is preparing to a war to fight. They know that as soon as this, this peace treaty is signed, hallelujah, all the Arab nations through the UN have the right to attack Israel. Because Israel is not going to give them East Jerusalem. He is not, they're not going to do that. Hallelujah. They're not willing to do that. And so the, 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 the 22 members that are, that are with the Palestinians right now agree that the Palestinians should get their state in East Jerusalem. They, they already said that some paperwork. Hallelujah. That they should get this East Jerusalem. That is not going to happen. The Jewish people have said that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. Hallelujah. And, and they, these people keep on saying, no, it's Tel Aviv. It's Tel Aviv. The Jewish people say it's Jerusalem. They are going to fight for the, for the capital as they did back in 1948. In 1948, the Arab nations have forgotten how God has given the Jewish people the victory. That same God is still on the throne. And you're still laughing at all this joke about peace for seven years. It's going to come to pass because it's in the Bible. And the word of God has to come to pass. It has to come to pass. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So the beast is sending carry over there to get this thing signed up as soon as possible. They're pushing, hallelujah, Netanyahu, hallelujah, and Abbas and all that to get, get this over and sign this thing together. Sign it over. Hallelujah. Iran and all these countries are preparing to attack Israel. They, they are ready to attack Israel any day. They want all this paperwork to go through. And Israel to go ahead and sign their part, and the Palestinians sign their part, and put it through the U.N. and get it approved. The U.N. are ready to sign this stuff up already. They are ready to sign this, this seven-year peace treaty. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, if you don't see how close Jesus is with all this event happening, I don't know where you are. I think you got to be sleeping somewhere. you got to be sleeping somewhere if you don't see how close Jesus is to come. Because this seven-year peace treaty that is about to sign, and the Lord keeps talk, talking about an earthquake coming. The Lord keeps saying there's an earthquake coming to the United States, California. What if that tells you? Hallelujah. What if that tells you, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. All this stuff is coming together soon. Real close. The Lord gave me three signs. Three signs. Hallelujah. The earthquake in California, the war in Israel, and the tsunami. Hallelujah. All this stuff is coming together quick, fast. I don't know where you are if you're not looking at the signs coming. They're happening. And the Lord keeps saying, I'm getting ready to come down and get my people. The Lord Jesus is getting ready to come down to get his people. Hallelujah. Please get ready with Jesus. Get ready with the Lord. Get ready to go home. Hallelujah. Be a repenting. 
and get ready to go home because the Lord is going to bring all this stuff. To, all this stuff is going to pass quick. We we might see this stuff go quicker. It's going to go quicker than what a lot of people think. Some people say, oh, this can take years. This is not going to take years. I'm telling you right now. It's not going to take years, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. They they already said that they, they have lost five years into this, and they don't want to lose any more time into this, brothers and sisters. They want to sign the seven-year treaty right away. They want to put these people on the, on the desk and sign it through the U.N. Hallelujah. Israel is not willing to compromise anything. Hallelujah. They have said on the news that Israel, uh, Netanyahu has said that they wouldn't compromise certain things. I don't know what, what, even people in Israel are wondering, what is the, what are they talking about? That they ready to compromise things? What is, what is Israel ready to compromise? I don't know. I don't think they're going to give East Jerusalem. I, that, and if they do, they're going to find themselves in, in deep trouble. That's not going to go well with, with Father God. Now, that lamb was given to Abraham, was given to the, to, to the, Israelite people, hallelujah, they own that land. It's rightfully their, their land. They should never give the land away. Hallelujah. God gave it to them. And God, hoped that, and God knows, hope that they will keep it and they will protect it. And God will be with them. Hallelujah. Somehow they will compromise later on the tribulation, but I don't think now. The Psalm 83 word is about to start. Brothers and sisters, the IDF is preparing for word right now. They are preparing. They are on high alert. I, I went and I read it a few days ago. They are on high alert. Hallelujah. For I read in all these countries. Because I read in all these countries, I read it I ready to attack Israel. Even Egypt has said it plainly. Hallelujah. They are against Israel. All these Arab nations have said they are against Israel. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, things are moving quick. We need to be seeking the Lord. We need to be a repenting. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's get not caught up in sin. Let's not get caught up in argument and problem and division and this and that. Don't, don't get caught up in those things. Get caught up in repenting. Get caught up seeking the Lord. Get caught up fasting. Hallelujah. Get caught up praying. Get caught up. Hallelujah. Doing the things of God. But when the Lord comes, He will find us doing so. Seeking Him and repenting. Doing His will. God wants us to be doing His will, brothers and sisters, and nothing else. Seeking Him right now. Be in His presence as much as you can. Be a repentant. Be seeking God. Hallelujah. And please send me other emails of the people who want to be added to the list. Hallelujah. People that want to be added to the list for, for, the, for August 2nd, Friday night healing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Sister Amy has said she will be with us. I'm going to go ahead and invite more people to be with us Friday night in prayer. That come. And agree with us, and we will do prayer, and the Lord will do mighty healing. Hallelujah. It's, it's going to be such a wonderful night. Don't miss it. The Lord Jesus is going to come down and heal people. Don't miss, hallelujah, the Lord coming by. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, please don't, don't miss the, this mighty service of God when the Lord comes down and He heals His people. Make sure you stand in the God for someone. You do one day a week for someone in fasting. Praise Jesus, the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord will honor your prayer, your faith, hallelujah, and your fasting. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Let's put our faith in action now. I'm asking you, let's put our faith in action. Because the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is ready to heal his people. <coughs> Excuse me. He's ready to heal us. No matter what it is, hallelujah. He's ready to heal us, brothers and sisters. All we have to do is believe him. 
and he will bring it to pass. God is so good. I'm telling you, he is so good. He loves us so much. He don't want us to be sick. He don't want us to be suffering. Some people think, oh, God, oh well, God wants to do it for me to suffer. Yes, he will suffer in the word of God. But God, there's always a time. There's a time for everything that is done under the sun, the Bible said. So there's a time for worth, a time for peace. It's a time for joy, a time for crying, a time for love, and a time for hate. I believe this is a time for us to love. This is a time for joy. This is a time to be happy. Brothers and sisters, everything cannot be crying. Hallelujah. This is a time where our faith is being tested. Hallelujah. Which is more precious than gold, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Our faith, which is more precious than gold, now is being tested. Now it's time for us to ask God to do mighty things, and He is going to do it. There's nothing more that God has to do is to show His power. He showed His power in Asia so people will believe Him. He did it for His people, for His people to believe that God is, is, is able to do anything. He brought all the judgment of Egypt. So His people, Israel, who were there, who were becoming idol worshippers, a lot of them, will repent and come back to Him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Imagine those people. Hallelujah. That will become an idol worshiping in Asia. These, those Israelites, when they saw those miracles of God, I imagine them repenting. Oh, man, I'm sorry, Lord. My goodness. Because we go through a time where God seems to be quiet, and that's when people turn into sin. People turn to sin. People turn to wickedness. People turn to, to, to religion. People turn to even idol worshiping. Hallelujah. And when God then show his power again, then you see people repenting. This is why we've got to ask God to move. move. In such a special way, because now the just will turn to sin. People will turn to sin. People will turn to evil. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But everything to Thomas one was now all suffering. She talked about having time of joy in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You can read it in her book. Yes, we go through suffering. There's a time of suffering. But all is not suffering. Because if all is suffering, then people will turn to sin. There has to be a time of joy. Read it. And the Bible don't lie. Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes. I believe it's chapter 2. Hallelujah. Read it. Chapter 1. Hallelujah. Solomon spoke those words. And they came from the Lord. Hallelujah. The, God, the word of God cannot lie. Everything in your life cannot be trouble and problems and headaches and this and that. Not all. Yes, we go through a time like that. We're just we're going through a lot of these things. Hallelujah. Because we are being pruned. We are being cleansed. We are being purified. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we are so disobedient to God and His Word, then we go through more trouble than normal. Hallelujah. Because then now we'll be in disobedience. But if you're being obedient and you're seeking His Word and you're keeping His Word and you're doing what God is asking you to do, you're not going to be always in trouble. Job was in trouble for a year of his life. But most of his life he was in joy. Job talks about his joy. There was time of joy in his life. Hallelujah, when he rejoiced. But then there was a time of testing and trials. Because we'll have to go through all these things, brothers and sisters. But your, all your life is not going to be this way if you trust in the Lord. The Lord can deliver you. Didn't the Lord deliver his people from the hand of Pharaoh, who was always trying to kill them? Who, who killed the, the, the firstborn in Egypt? Remember that? Hallelujah. But God raised women. Hallelujah. Faithful women of God, those women who went... Excuse me, hire some of the children, hallelujah. Hire some of the children for them not to be killed. Moses was one of the children that was hid for him not to be killed. God saved him. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. You, when you always trust in God, God always has a plan for you. You know, you get yourself in trouble trusting God, God is going to get you out. Even some people, when they get themselves in trouble and they cry out to the Lord, doesn't the Lord deliver them? Don't you hear in the book of Judges where the people in Israel went and, and went to worship other idols and did all kinds of sin before the presence of God? And God went and raised an enemy against them. And then when they all repented before God, then God went and delivered them from the enemy and gave them the victory and gave them peace and gave them joy for a while. But when they turned back into sin, then God allowed the enemy again to attack them. People don't understand our disobedience can lead us in so much trouble, brothers and sisters. It's not all, it's not all that God wants us to be this way. If you go into sinning, if you're looking into sinning, if you're looking into breaking God's commandment, if you're looking into being disobedient, of course, hallelujah, you're, you're going to end up in trouble. And don't blame God for it. Don't blame God. Be honest before God. Say, I got myself into this trouble. I got myself into this headache. Hallelujah. God didn't put me into this. I got myself because of my disobedience. We need to be honest, brothers and sisters. It is not God's fault. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It is not God's fault. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. It's our, most of the trouble we get into is our fault. It's our disobedience. Read the Bible. Read the book of Judges. Read how the children of Israel got themselves in so many disobedience that their enemy came, took every, they, everything they had, hallelujah, and left them broke. Out of their brokenness, they cried out to God. God went and supplied them, feed them again, provided them with everything. They became strong, hallelujah, and obedient with God. They became powerful and obedient with God. They had such a powerful army and obedient to God. God defeated their enemy before them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And then they got they went themselves again into disobedience, and everything God has given them priors, God allowed their enemy to come and take it away from them. You see, it, you read that everything they lost, they lost under disobedience. Hallelujah. It was all under disobedience, not under obedience. God can test you under obedience. And if God takes what you have, and God allowed the enemy to take from you, what you have under obedience, let me tell you what's going to happen. What happens to Job? Hallelujah. After his testing ended, didn't God give Job twice than what he had before? Go ahead. Go back to Job 40. Job 42, I believe it is. Hallelujah. And read what happens to the life of Job at the end of his trial. Wasn't God, <clears throat> hallelujah, so merciful, so loving that he gave Job twice of everything he had? <clears throat> Excuse me, hallelujah. Yes, he did. Yes, he gave everything, hallelujah. Job got back more, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. More than what he had. And, and the Bible said that the daughter that Job had after, hallelujah, after his testing, remember he lost all his daughter and son back then, was the most beautiful woman around that nation. Go ahead and read the Bible. Read your Bible. Hallelujah. Even, even the beauty, even God gave beauty to his daughter. Hallelujah. They were more beautiful than the daughter he had before. Hallelujah. God can give you more beautiful things. If you go through the trial, hallelujah, and testing of the Lord, when you end your trials and testing, God is going to give you amazing things. Hallelujah. I, I got to tell people something that the Lord told me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord was speaking to me. 
hallelujah, about blessing his people. And the Lord says to me that whoever I will bless, he will bless. Hallelujah. And the Lord was speaking to me about blessing. I want to take the time, hallelujah, because we only have a few minutes left, and go into the word of God. And I want to share with you in detail what the Lord says to me about how much he wants to take the wall of the heathen and give it to you. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. The Lord came to talk to me about blessing his people. Hallelujah. And he was talking to me about financial blessing. Hallelujah. God has, God is ready to financially bless his people. The Lord came to talk to me about that. Hallelujah. And I heard him speaking to me clear about financial blessing for his people. Hallelujah. Wealth will be passed on unto God's people. Hallelujah. But God wants from us humility and wants us to humble ourselves. Hallelujah. Mike, you are one of them. Michael, you're one of them. The Lord will give you the blessing. Everything you lost, you are going to get twice back, just as Job did. God has put you through the test like Job, Michael. But you are going to get the blessing God has for you like Job. Twice of what you have. You lost thousands and thousands of dollars. The Lord is going to give you twice. You have lost over $30,000. That is nothing for what the Lord is going to give you. A release over your life. It's coming. It is coming. The Lord, hallelujah, spoke to me about this. And wants me to speak to his people about this. I'm going to go ahead and get a Bible study ready for this, a teaching about this. There's a wealth that God is going to put in God's hand. And I know the Lord is confirming it to some people right now. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is letting me know right now. He is confirming it to some people right now, directly to them. They're, they're getting the confirmation right now in their heart, in their spirit. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking to them. Yes, it is for you. Yes, it is for you. The Lord is saying, he's going to put wealth in your hand. Don't tell the Lord not to do this. Please don't tell the Lord not to put wealth in your hand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't say, Lord, I don't want no wealth. Let me tell you that if God chooses to put wealth in your hand, there are a lot of poor children around the nation that you can support with that wealth that God wants to put in your hand. Hallelujah. I'm asking you not to be greedy. I'm asking you to believe God. And let God put the wealth in your life. Hallelujah. For you to bless other people. Hallelujah. Because he's going to do this. Hallelujah. The time is come. The time has come. The Lord was saying to me, the time has come. Hallelujah. I don't want to say anything else. But I, I feel the confirmation from the Lord. And, and the Lord is letting me know he's confirming it to people. Many people are getting the confirmation and the spirit from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is confirming it to them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, he is so good. He is so good. Just receive it. Receive it. Don't question. Receive it. Receive it. Don't question. Please don't question. Receive it. Receive it. Say, Lord, I receive it. Praise the Lord. I receive it, Lord. I receive what you have for me. I receive what you have for me, Lord. I, I want to be able to help other people, Lord. I just don't want well for me to, you know, enjoy this life. No. For me to help the poor, for me to help those that are in need, Lord. The Lord is going to trust you to put this wealth on your head. Don't get greedy about it. Hallelujah. Don't get greedy. Give it to others that need it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There are many that need, that need help. 
one this was put in your hand, give it to them. Give the help. You know our people that need help. You know our nation that needs help. The Lord probably already touched you about, about certain people that need help. That's why he wants to put, hallelujah, this world in your, hallelujah. Praise Jesus in your hand. Hi, guys. Welcome to Chosen Explosions End Time Prophetic Revelations. I received a word from the Lord on January 30th. Uh, it's entitled, God Calls Us Into the Secret Place. I'm going to read that to you in just a few minutes. But first of all, I would just like to welcome all of our new subscribers. Uh, we pray that you find content on our channel that blesses you, encourages you, edifies you, and helps you with your in your walk with the Lord. That is our prayer for you, that you grow and you become strong in the Lord to do the things that he has called you to do and to be a part of his great and mighty army. Well, um, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, I wanted just to say, guys, thank you so much for praying for David. He's uh, he's feeling, he's doing well. He's getting stronger all the time. And uh, so we're just so grateful and so thankful for that. Thanks again for all of your prayers and that your comments, your concern, your love for us. We just thank you so much for that. Okay, guys, I'm just going to go ahead now and uh, jump into this word and read it to you. It says, uh, I am calling my people into a greater intimacy with me. Who do you desire audience with, those of this world or me? Your king, the king of all kings. You have my ear, my beloved. Speak. Speak to the one who loves you. Speak to the one who created you. Speak to the one who holds all things in the palm of his hand. Do you not know that I delight in you? Do you not know that I long to be with one with you? I long to have your undivided attention. I long to hear all that is within your heart. And I desire to share my heart with you. I have so much to teach you. I have so much to show to, to show you. I desire your undivided attention. You have mine. Come into my secret place. There is no limit to the things that I will teach you. In me, there are no limitations. With man, there are many limits, but with me, there are none. I desire to teach you of my kingdom, of my ways. I am your teacher. My word is your teacher. My word and I are one. I desire that you be one with me. Surrender your heart to me. Do not seek to find favor with man. Seek to find favor with me. I am the one you should seek to please. I will lift you up in due time. All wisdom is found in me. All good things come from me. I will transform you. I will renew your mind. My word will transform you. My presence will transform you. My children, be transformed now. I am transforming you now. I am making all things new. My fire transform. My fire makes all things new. Seek me. My presence will make all things new in my presence. The things that are dying will spring forth into new life. I am the resurrection life. Trust the good work that I am doing in you. I will bring it to completion. I'm going to say a word of prayer. 
Father God, Lord, we just thank you, God, for your word. Lord, we thank you for the secret place. Lord, we thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you that you beckon us to come into this place, O oh God, that, Lord, that those of this world that don't know of and they cannot find, Lord. It is the place of your undivided attention. Lord, it's the place of your presence. Lord, it is the place of communing with you, God. We thank you as the children of God that we have the right to do that, to come into your presence and to have one-on-one -on -one fellowship with God Almighty, the God of the universe, the God of all things. Anytime we desire it, Lord, Anytime, Lord, we know that you're always there. You're always calling us. You're always beckoning us. Lord, you are waiting in that place for us all the time, and you're calling us there. Lord, we just thank you. What a privilege. What an honor, God. Thank you so much. And, Lord God, today, Father God, as I minister, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that you've already filled my heart, Lord, with things that you would like to say to this audience in this video, Father God. And I just ask you, Father God, Lord, that God, that those words would penetrate the hearts and the minds of the hearers, Lord, and, and that that will also transform them, Lord, and bring them more into your presence and more into your likeness. Now, Father God, we thank you for your, oh, for your word. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for guidance. God, we thank you for every good thing that flows down from heaven to your children praise your holy name and not only your children but to the whole world those that would receive it Lord we praise your name and we thank you for it amen amen Ooh, we love him thank you Lord praise your holy name well guys um, when I first received this word I guess it was almost a week ago now um, I blogged it on my blog and uh, just to be honest um, I have not kept up my blog the way I should uh, I'm just so busy doing so many things, but yet the Lord has asked me to write, and I do believe that that's something that I should uh, make the time to do more often, and I'm making an effort to do that. But on this particular day, I felt this Lord wanted me to blog this word, and uh, and I didn't even know if I would do a video on it because it is on my blog, but this, this same word is. But... Uh, you know, I was praying about it because, uh, you know, I was getting ready, you know, just gathering, you know, in my in my head, you know, what, what the Lord wanted me to, to do videos on. I've got several things that I feel He wants me to do videos on, and this was one of them. And so, so I went ahead and started preparing to do it and praying about it and asking, you know, seeking the Lord on what He wanted to say. And actually, the word that He gave me to minister after this video was completely different than the one that he gave me whenever I blogged it. And uh, so, you know, you may want to jump over there to my blog. Uh, there's a link. I'll try to remember to put a link in the description box below. But if you just go to our website, www.chosenexplosion.com, um, on the very uh, on the home page there is uh, a link to my blog. Just click on my face and it'll take you to my blog. If you want to... Um, read uh, what the Lord, how the Lord led me to minister with that, uh, you know, when I blogged it. And I did talk more about the secret place and things that I'm not going to talk about in this particular one. But uh, guys, you know, as I was seeking the Lord, I just, uh, you know, the Lord just began to minister to me and um, and gave me his heart uh, for you guys. And, uh, and, you know, I just, you know, the Lord was just telling me, 
you know, he showed me that there's many of you out there that, uh, that you're just, you're very discouraged and you feel, you feel like uh, you're not getting anywhere in the Lord. And, uh, and I know that the enemy is chirping in your ear and he's telling you that. And, uh, but you just, you feel discouraged. You can't, you know, you're trying, you're doing the things that, that you know you should be doing. You know, you're reading the word and, you know, and you're praying and you're doing those things. But yet, you just feel like uh, you're not going anywhere. You're not growing. You're not changing. And, uh, you know, that's just a lie of the enemy. You know, but I want to, you know, um, I just want to tell you that, that there's times when guys will go a long time. And, uh, and we feel like nothing's changing, nothing's happening. And then, bam, all of a sudden, you know, we'll see. You know, maybe it's a crisis that comes into our life. And we handle that crisis totally different. I mean, it may be just something as simple as something that someone says to us that normally would have just, you know, inflamed us. And we would have just gotten in the flesh and, you know, <laughs> and behaved like a hot mess. But, uh, but, but that time, you know, we just handled it totally different. We, we handled it, handled it with the grace of God. And, you know, at that point, we're able to see, oh my gosh, I have really changed. I have really become more Christ-like. I've really grown so much in the Lord. And God, God just, He really, He wants you to know that He has you. He has you in the center of His hands and that you are growing and that you are changing and He wants you to be he wants you to be encouraged in that and just not listen to the lies of the devil. But, guys, just to know that you are growing, that you are changing, that you are being transformed more and more every day into God's image. So he wants you to, to rest in that and to know that. And the Lord also let me know that there's many of you guys that... That, you know, the promises of God, you know, that God has put so many things into your hearts and he's given you so many promises and he's given you desires, holy desires, righteous desires, desires that you know are from him. But yet those things are not happening as you think they should and in the time that you think that they should. And God, that's something else that God wanted me to minister to you about today is, is not to worry about that, but just to rest in him. Everything is in his time. And uh, he knows exactly what he's doing. And he knows when the right time is. And, you know, it may not unfold just as you think. It will, but we have to trust God in that too. But that... Even though it don't unfold in the way or in the time that we think it should, that God is still in control. And guys, we try to sometimes we try to make things happen. We get out ahead of God, and uh, and that can be a dangerous thing. I know I've been there before myself, and so I've learned, and I'm still not perfect in it, but I've learned uh, to be more patient and uh, just to wait upon the Lord. And guys, just because, just because. Uh, the Lord puts something in your heart, and He tells you, He gives you promises. God, it may be many years before you are ready to step out and to walk in that. And the Lord, He does. He tells us things way ahead of time so that He can develop our character, okay, so that, so that He can get us ready so that we won't fail Him or fall, fail ourselves, fail other people, get hurt, hurt other people because we're trying to walk in something. We're trying to walk in shoes that we haven't grown into quite yet. And uh, so it's better to be patient and to wait upon the Lord. But, guys, this is what God is saying to you today. He's saying, I, have, I see you. 
I know you. I see you. I have not forgotten you. I have you in the center of my hand. I am growing you. You are you are right in my time. And so do not be discouraged. Just keep on doing what I am putting in your heart to do. Just keep on walking. Keep on doing what I lead you to do. And don't worry about anything else. Guys, that's what he was telling me to tell you guys to just keep on keeping on and to trust him and to be patient. And, and, and trust me, I know I've had to be patient with many things for many years. And many of the promises of God have been fulfilled in our lives, but not all of them. we got some major, major promises. But, uh, you know, guys, they're, to be honest, they're so big and so scary that uh, they're things that I can't do. I know I cannot do. No matter what I do, I can't do them. Only God can do them. That's the, you know, he's put, and I know he's put things in your heart like that too. That it's impossible for us to do those things. God has to do them. So what else can we do but just to rest, to, uh, to be at peace, and uh, to be, enjoy the journey, guys. That's what, what God is saying. Just enjoy the journey and trust me with everything. And don't be discouraged. Don't beat yourself up. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Just keep on keeping on and know that he has everything in his hands. And everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to if we don't give up. And if we don't, you know, if we don't, uh, you know, let the enemy get us to the place where we stop trying. That's what the enemy's trying to do. You know, he's trying to discourage us so much. But, guys, this ain't a time to backslide, okay? This is not a time to backslide. We have to stay close to the Lord. We have to stay in the shadow of his wings. We have to stay close to him. Now it's more important than ever before. It's always been important. But the more as we see the end of this age coming and the day of the Lord approaching, then we have to... We have to really more and more stay, stay in his shadow, stay close to him, learn to hear his voice, learn to obey him quickly, surrender every single area of our heart to God, and uh, to let him just do that good work on the inside of us that he wants to do to clean out every chamber of our heart and to bring us into unity, into oneness with him. And guys, then when it's time for you to step out, when it's time for me to step out into some of those major promises that the Lord has given to us, then we will be ready. We will be full of the power and of the Spirit of God. And the enemy will not, we will, mm, a force, listen, this is what God is doing with his army, a force to be reckoned with, okay? It's a force. It's an army that makes Satan and his his followers shudder, okay? His demonic forces and, and his human uh, satanic army, they know. They know. That's why they completely, they always war against us to try to get us to, uh, to get off of this glorious, amazing, wonderful, powerful path that we're on with God. And uh, But we know better, and we will not be moved, right? We will not be moved. We will not be removed from uh, from God's path. We're going to stay the course, and we're going to do it together in unity, not letting Satan divide us and conquer us, okay? Because uh, we know. We know the forces that's rising in the earth, the Antichrist spirit, the false church. We know. But God's true people, we're going to stay on that course and we're going to reject everything that's not 
of God if it's not if it's not truth if it's not of God we reject it and God's God has given us discernment so discernment such a vital important gift of the Holy Spirit such an important manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our life is they they all are all of the gifts are important but the gift of discernment to be able to discern good and evil and that goes along with wisdom and that's what comes from the Lord and so we just thank God that that God he's bringing us to that place he's bringing us to a place of fullness and completion in him i want to read just a couple scriptures and then i'm going to close i want to read romans 12 1 and 2 it says i beseech you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies a living sacrifice holy pleasing to god which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind in order to prove by you what is that good and pleasing and perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. He's restoring us. He's renewing our minds. He's transforming us into his likeness. Amen. Praise God. That's an awesome thing, isn't it? Okay. Second Corinthians three eighteen. Uh, I read that last one out of the modern King James Version. I'm reading this one out of the English Standard. It says, And we all with unveiled faces beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Guys, we're being transformed. We're going from glory to glory. We're being transformed into His image. If we could really get a hold of that, if we could really understand what the, what the Word of God is telling us, how He's transforming us, amen, it's amazing and it's wonderful. And when you're on the right path, amen, if you've chosen Jesus Christ as your Lord, if you've surrendered your heart to God, you're on the right path and everything else can be trusted to the Lord. He's going to get you there. He's going to get you where you're headed. So rejoice and be glad. Well, guys, that's all I have for right now. I want to say, too, that uh, I'm not sure uh, when, today is Friday, that I'm recording this video. I'm not sure if it will be uploaded before the Super Bowl. But, hey, I just got to say, go Panthers, okay? You know, you guys know that I'm from the Carolinas, and uh, we love those Panthers. We've only been to the Super Bowl once before. I think it was in 04, and we lost to the Patriots by a field goal. During overtime, I thought we might get to uh, replay the, the Patriots, but that's okay. In a way, we already have and we beat them because we're in the Super Bowl and they're not. <laughs> okay, so we're I'm excited about that, but uh, maybe even by the time you see this video, we'll already know who who won. But uh, uh, we'll be okay if the Panthers lose. You know, we did get to go to the Super Bowl, so that's an awesome thing. And it being the 50th, you know, that's, that, that seems just really awesome, too. But... Uh, but we do, we hope we win. So uh, <laughs> you guys just have a, a good weekend. If you enjoy football, if you're watching the Super Bowl, enjoy it. And, uh, and if you see this video, think about me while you're watching it. And, and uh, you know, if you're not pulling for Broncos, maybe you can pull for the Panthers with us. <laughs> well, that's all I have for right now. God bless you guys. I love you, and I'm praying for you daily. Bye-bye. For today's prophecy update, 
I find myself reluctantly needing to address Obama's speech at an Islamic mosque near Baltimore this last week. Um, I know there's a lot of other things happening. Uh, North Korea just launched another uh, missile. I think it was early this morning. Uh, there's the Zika virus. There's just so many things that are that are happening. But um, I decided to, again, reluctantly talk about this, and I'm hoping you'll understand why here in a moment. The reason I say reluctantly is that I literally force myself to watch it. Uh, if you're anything like me, and I suspect uh, you are, it's it's just hard to watch someone scold Christians for not accepting Muslims and suggesting that they worship the same God. And by the way, uh, recently there was a Wheaton College, this is a Bible college, professor that was fired for telling their students that Muslims and Christians worship the same God. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. And it's going to get worse. I remember um, somebody telling me, boy, you, you sure don't like Obama, do you? Um, I was taken back by that question. I didn't really know how to answer it. Um, I just basically said, well, I don't like anybody who is anti-Christian and anti-Israel. And in all fairness, uh, George W. Bush, on many occasions... Uh, would state that Jehovah uh, and Allah, he wouldn't say it like that, but that was the implication, that Christians and Muslims worship the same God. Well, it's really hard to watch, and it's certainly hard to listen, and I had to force myself to do it, knowing full well what I already knew I would hear him say concerning Islam in America. And I also knew what I would hear him say about Christians. And he, in fact, said exactly what I thought he would say. If this weren't bad enough, according to Fox News on Wednesday, the mosque that Obama visited and spoke at has been under FBI surveillance since back in 2010, suspected of terrorist uh, activity. And this is the mosque that he chose to speak at. Um, it gets worse. <laughs> to make matters even worse, and this is another individual, and I mean no disrespect to the office that they hold, nor, nor the individual. They just need Jesus. These, these people are lost. But Nancy Pelosi furthered the, the propaganda, and it's propaganda, and the lies, and they are lies at the National Prayer Breakfast the very next day. I did not watch this, thankfully. But on Friday, the Christian Post reported that Nancy Pelosi had invoked the Prophet Muhammad at this year's National Prayer Breakfast and compared Islam with Christianity when she misquoted the Bible from the Gospel of John. Again, I mean no disrespect, but... Um, the likes of a Nancy Pelosi should never quote scripture <laughs> and misquote scripture in this case. Um, I made the decision to not directly quote from any of the speeches, both at the mosque and 
the prayer breakfast, and I made that decision because I simply don't wish to repeat the grievous lies. Uh, the fact remains that these lies come from the father of lies, none other than the devil himself. And it's for the purpose of deceiving the masses by way of the powerful delusion in Second Thessalonians, which we've talked about on numerous occasions. Speaking of powerful delusion, Steve Zeck, who went with us from our online church to Israel, sent me uh, this link, and I really want to recommend it to you. It's from Jan Markell's ministry, Understanding the Times, and it's part one of a broadcast uh, that you can find and listen to at oneplace.com, oneplace.com. Uh, she interviews Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, and it's titled How Strong Delusion is Setting the Final Stage. I highly recommend you listen to this and uh, part two, which will uh, follow. Uh, while I'm at it, I also want to recommend Behold Israel. Uh, this is a Bible prophecy ministry, <clears throat> pardon me, of Amir Sarfati. I follow him as well as Jan Markell and Michelle Bachman on Twitter. Actually, Behold Israel is a mobile app that you can uh, download. Uh, Amir is uh, a Jewish brother in Christ. Uh, he is a, a, a Bible scholar, a Bible teacher. Uh, he teaches Bible prophecy. I mean, you've got to know as an Arab that if there's a Jewish brother who loves Bible prophecy, um, this is a man after my own heart. <laughs> and uh, he is uh, really, really good. You may have seen him with Jack Hibbs on uh, Kahlo. Uh, sometimes he'll be uh, in California. He lives in, in Israel with his family. Uh, he's actually a tour guide there with uh, Sarel, uh, whom we had the last time, the last two times uh, we were there in uh, Israel. But I highly recommend, uh, especially Amir, because uh, he has some really uh, good information that not a lot of people are privy to, and he has that information because he's there uh, in Israel and because of his experience there uh, in Israel. So uh, you might want to uh, look into that. Well, back to the speeches, which I will simply say uh, were more of the same, such that Obama once again venerated Muslims and denigrated Jews and Christians. He actually went as far, and again, I don't want to quote anything. Uh, Franklin Graham actually uh, did a, uh, wrote on this and refuted this, and it's very good. Uh, just point by point by point, and there were many. Uh, but he not only denigrated Jews and Christians, he apologized to Muslims for Jews and Christians, if you can imagine. Again, I refuse to quote from it and instead will only make reference to it so as to provide a prophetic uh, perspective and share with you what the Lord has really been ministering to me as of late. Uh, I think it was last July, after the 4th of July and subsequent to the um, Supreme Court ruling on same-sex marriage in the United States and also the Iranian nuclear deal, both of which sent me into uh, a funk, for lack of a better word. I went into a literal depression 
Um, and I think I depressed a lot of you during that time as well, but, and for that I apologize, but um, it, just, it just grieved my heart so much uh, to see uh, this once most blessed and powerful nation on earth uh, doing what it was doing and watching what's happening. You know, on Thursday nights, we're going through the Old Testament, uh, book by book and chapter by chapter and verse by verse. And we started Second uh, Kings last Thursday. And uh, the very first verse, verse 1 of Second Kings 1, we're told that Moab had rebelled against Israel after King Ahab had died. King Ahab was a very wicked king. And the point was is that the blessing of God was being removed from the nation of Israel. Why? Because they had worshipped other gods. Even Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, sought out Baalzebub, the lord of the flies, referred to as Satan himself, when he fell from his second-story room through the lattice to the ground and suffered a life-threatening injury. And he sent his messengers to Baalzebub to find out what his fate would be. And God intercepts them by way of the prophet Elijah. And the word basically that is spoken, a prophetic word, actually, the prophecy was, um, you're going to die. You will not uh, survive this. And the reason is, is because you served other gods. You sought after other gods. When I see the President of the United States of America seeking after other gods, invoking the names of false gods, I think to myself, if God judged Israel severely, and he did, then so too will God judge the United States of America, and he will. And that grieves my heart. My parents immigrated legally when I was um, nine months old from the Middle East. And they were fleeing at that time. This is 1963. They were fleeing Islamic oppression. And they came to America, this great country. And I think to myself, had they not done that, would I even be alive, let alone, more importantly, saved? If we had stayed in the Middle East, what would have been my fate as a young Arab boy? Well, I wonder. But it's hard for me to see this country go down this road. And I've inquired of the Lord concerning this. I'm experiencing a myriad of emotions from grief, sometimes denial. It's almost the emotions you experience when someone dies. First, there's the denial. This can't be. And then there's just profound anger. And then there's just this almost depression and sorrow and grief. And sometimes there's even negotiation. <laughs> and then finally there's the resolution where you just finally have to reconcile it in as much as you're able. And so the Lord has really ministered to me. And I want to share with you uh, concerning this. One of the reasons I made the decision to go in a different direction today is because 
I think I would err greatly to highlight the counterfeit instead of the genuine. And this is truly the counterfeit, the false. Now, that's not to say that there aren't those times when we would do well to offer a refutation in, in the times past we have, but uh, I'm personally unwilling to in this particular case. This was especially grievous this, this time. Uh, this for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that when we know the genuine will discern and identify the counterfeit. Actually, this is how they train bank tellers to spot counterfeit currency. They get them so familiar with the genuine. They count it, they smell it, they touch it, they feel it, they look at it. And then when they slip a counterfeit in, they're so familiar with the genuine that they just, something's not quite right. This doesn't smell quite right, doesn't feel quite right, doesn't look quite right. And this is what I believe the clarion call is, at least for me and for today anyway. Simply put, Islam is the counterfeit and Christianity the genuine. And as such, I would rather light a candle than curse the darkness. Um, it's also better for my blood pressure to <laughs> light the candle instead of curse the darkness. I can yell and get angry and curse and, and scream and fight and kick and bite and scratch. And... But I would rather today light a candle instead of cursing the darkness. I did a little bit of research on the origin of this quote. I don't know if you've heard this before, but I found that there's some debate as to who originally said it. Uh, some attribute it to a Chinese proverb, and others credit it to the English Wesleyan minister, William Lonsdale Watkinson. According to one source, this is interesting, it's in a religious context that the phrase is first found in print. The English Wesleyan minister, W.L. Watkinson, used the expression in, get this, the Supreme Conquest and other sermons preached in America in 1907. Here's the quote from his sermon. Denunciatory rhetoric is so much easier and cheaper than good works and proves a popular temptation, yet it is far better to light the candle than to curse the darkness. I have to confess to you that rhetorical denouncing of these speeches with their lies was very tempting. And I could go point by point by point and prove that this is a lie from the father of lies. And it was very tempting to do that I'm still tempted, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Here's where I'm going with this, and I appreciate your, your patience with me. As I was pondering the evil and darkness that is seemingly waxing worse by the day, the Lord just ministered to me in a powerful way that my grieving of and even anger towards how evil and dark the world is becoming would one day end because of how evil will end. The Lord reminded me of and encouraged me with the Psalm of Asaph in Psalm 73. Perhaps you're familiar with it. I'd like to just read uh, it in part. A Psalm of Asaph, truly, 
God is good to Israel, to such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. And here's why. I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Verse 8, they scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens. And I like this imagery. And their tongue walks through the earth. He's really struggling. Verse 11, and they say, the implication with a mocking tone, how does God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had said I will speak thus, behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me. He is grieved. He is in anguish. He is in pain as he watches wickedness and evil prevail. Unchecked! And I love verse 17. Until. It was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment. They are utterly consumed with terrors as a dream when one awakens. So, Lord, when you awake, you shall despise their image. Thus, my heart was grieved in a different way this time. And I was vexed in my mind. I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. I love that. You will guide me with your counsel. And afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who desert you for harlotry. Interesting. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I'll add, like never before. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Wow. I love when I read of David that when he was in despair, he encouraged himself in the Lord. When his men wanted to kill him, <laughs> when Saul was trying to kill him, he encouraged himself in the Lord. I was greatly encouraged in the Lord. Oh, evil may seem to prosper 
and prevail in the present. But soon and very soon, we will see the end of it, yet future. I've shared this before, I'll share it again. You may tire of me saying it, but the only thing that keeps me sane, and I'm being serious when I say this, the only thing that keeps my sanity is knowing that one day every knee will bow and every tongue that blasphemes my Jesus will confess that Jesus is Lord. And I can't wait. That's the only thing that keeps me sane. That's the only thing that enables me to watch what I watched. And behold the evil and the darkness and the wickedness. It's the only thing that gives me any hope. But here's the thing. It's going to get worse. Evil will continue to seemingly triumph over righteousness until the trumpet sounds and the bride of Christ is raptured. Like with the psalm of Asaph, there remains the propensity to stumble and falter in our faith unless we go into the sanctuary of the Lord in order to understand the end. This is how it will end for them. Well, pastor, where's the love? Shouldn't we be praying for the president and Nancy Pelosi? How do I say this without sounding like I'm void of love? I'm of the belief that their heart is already hardened. Their mind is already made up. And as such, their fate is already sealed. I would love to be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would love to be wrong. I want to close by sharing with you a true story that someone sent me a while back. We actually, uh, I shared this when we were in Israel. For those of you who were uh, with us on this last trip, it was at Tel Dan. <laughs> Very interesting place. The title of it is A Lesson from a Headless Snake. It's by Carolyn Ahrens. As a kid, I loved Mission Sundays when Missionaries on furlough brought special reports in place of a sermon. Sometimes they wore exotic foreign clothing. They almost always showed a tray of slides documenting their adventures. If they were from a dangerous enough land, the youth in our congregation would emerge from our Sunday stupor and listen intently. There is one visit I've never forgotten. The missionaries were a married couple stationed in what appeared to be a particularly steamy jungle. I'm sure they gave a full report on churches planted or commitments made or translations begun. I don't remember much of that. What has always stayed with me is the story they shared about a snake. One day, they told us, an enormous snake, much longer than a man, slithered its way right through their front door and into the kitchen of their simple home. 
Terrified, they ran outside and searched frantically for a local who might know what to do. A machete-wielding neighbor came to the rescue, calmly marching into their house and decapitating the snake with one clean chop. The neighbor re-emerged triumphant and assured the missionaries that the reptile had been defeated. But <laughs> there was a catch. He warned it was going to take a while for the snake to realize it was dead. The reason? A snake's neurology and blood flow are such that it can take considerable time for it to stop moving even after decapitation. <laughs> for the next several hours, the missionaries were forced to wait outside while the snake thrashed about smashing furniture and flailing against the walls and windows, wreaking havoc until its body finally understood that it no longer had a head. <laughs> Sweating in the heat, they had felt frustrated and a little sickened, but also grateful that the snake's rampage wouldn't last forever. And at some point in their waiting, they told us they had a mutual epiphany. I leaned in with the rest of the congregation, queasy but fascinated. Do you see it? asked the husband. Satan is a lot like that big old snake. He's already been defeated. He just doesn't know it yet. In the meantime, he's going to do some damage. But never forget, he's a goner. The story captured our imaginations because it was graphic and gory, a stark contrast to the normally genteel sermonizing we were used to receiving. But the story haunts me because I have come to believe it is an accurate picture of the universe. We are in the thrashing time, a season characterized by our pervasive capacity to do violence to each other and ourselves. The temptation is to despair, but we have to remember it won't last forever. Jesus has already crushed the serpent's head. We just have to wait. The thrashing will stop. The serpent is a defeated foe. And that time, I believe, is very soon. When shall stand, we'll pray. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you that we can encourage ourselves in you in spite of how we see our world and particularly our nation getting darker and darker by the moment. This must be what you had in mind when you said that we're the salt and the light. Lord, I pray that in the remaining time of thrashing, for however long it lasts, that we would be the light in the midst of such darkness, that we would be the salt as well. And Lord, for anybody who does not know you, has never called upon you, I pray that today they would open their hearts to you and call upon you, believing in their hearts and confessing with their mouths that they might be saved. And for those of us who have been walking with you for many years, longing for you to come, I pray that you would encourage our hearts and strengthen our hearts.
In Jesus' name, amen. The first Sunday of each month, we partake together of the Lord's table, and the worship team is going to lead us in song, and as they do, you can come up. We have in the front three tables, two on the side, one here at the center. Uh, Take the elements and take them back to your seat, and then take your seat and then wait so we can partake together. If you have to leave, we truly understand, although kickoff isn't until... Uh, 1.30 Hawaii time, i just just saying. And the Panthers are going to win anyway, so whatever. But uh, um, if you're able to stay, we would surely encourage you to do so. And uh, go ahead and come on up front. Gospel, the 22nd chapter, we have the account of the Last Supper where Luke, by the Holy Spirit, writes that when the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, and he says it again, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. That's exactly what we're doing here today 
if you'll take the elements and peel back the top, you'll find the bread and just hang on to it for a moment. We hold in our hands a symbol of the body of Jesus Christ, broken for us, fulfilling the prophecies concerning the Savior that would come. The question, I think, needs to be asked, why would the Lord two times say, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine. I will not do this again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. We have to understand that this was a Passover celebration, a commemoration, a celebration, a remembrance of when God saved Israel out of slavery in Egypt. That tenth and final plague was the death of the firstborn, a picture of the first birth. We're all born sinners who fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, the free gift. And so this was a celebration, the Passover celebration for Israel to remember what God did for Israel. They were to take a lamb, a spotless lamb without blemish, and inspect this lamb for four days, which was the exact amount of time that Jesus was on trial and found to be without blemish, sinless, perfect, without any blame. Once that lamb was found to be without spot or wrinkle and without blemish, they would slay that lamb at the exact time on the 14th of Avi, which was the exact time that Jesus was crucified on the cross. And they would break the body, not the bones, the body of that lamb, and they would sacrifice that lamb, take that blood, put it on the doorposts of their house, in the shape of a cross so that the angel of death would pass over them. Jesus Christ fulfilled the Passover. Jesus Christ is the Passover lamb. And those of us that have his blood over the doorposts of our lives will be saved. The angel of death will pass over us and we will be saved out of Egypt. A picture of the world, and that's why Jesus wants us to do this in remembrance of Him. He eagerly desires to eat this Passover. And here's the thing there's coming a day, soon and very soon, when we're going to be partaking together with the Lord. Try to wrap your mind around that. And does this not point us to that time? And because of that, does that not bring great encouragement to your hearts, knowing that that time is coming? That's why we do this. We do this in remembrance of Him as often as we do. It sort of points us and calibrates us and refocuses and centers us on His soon return for us. So, would you partake of the bread with me? Lord, thank you. Thank you for giving us this to do in remembrance of you. Thank you for your body broken in our stead 
And thank you, Lord, that we too can eagerly await to partake together with you when this finds its ultimate fulfillment in your kingdom. We can't wait, Lord. Thank you. Luke goes on to write, in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. If you peel back the rest, and again, just hold on to it for a moment. Like the bread as a symbol of the body, this cup is a symbol of his blood. The Bible says that there's no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. Jesus Christ, his blood was shed in our stead for the remission of our sin. Isaiah tells us that he remembers our sin no more. That he removes our sin as far as the east is from the west. (laughs) And remembers them no more. The question needs to be asked, well then, why do we have remembrance of all of our sins? Because to remember our sin is to point us to the Savior who paid the price for all of our sin. And again, this points us to that day when we will partake with Him, when this finds its ultimate fulfillment in His kingdom. And so we do this in remembrance of Him. Would you partake of the cup with me? And once you do, please stand. Lord, what we've just done, we've done in remembrance of you. Not just us here today in this wonderful church, but the many people online by way of the internet who really look forward to partaking together of the communion table with us. I thank you for them. And I thank you that we can have this time where we can partake of the communion table. It's a much-needed reminder, Lord. And we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded that this is going to come to an end. (laughs) The snake is going to continue to thrash. But that when you went to that cross, And you uttered those words. It is finished. You crushed the serpent's head. Lord, thank you. We too eagerly long for and await when we can partake with you in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great Christ-centered week. And Lord willing, we'll see you, if not here on Thursday, uh, next Sunday.